Support for WRFA is brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. As a local community resource, Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union is committed to providing its members with the professional financial services they have come to expect. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com. I will get started. Um, Everybody got some goodies, drinks, foods, whatever. We're going to try to keep it semi-informal, but we want to kind of get through some stuff tonight. I do have Doug here. here. In fact, I think there's only one from the uh, public. Anyway, you'd like to say something for five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get started. Thank you. Well, we do, because you're here. Well, I know you're tired of seeing me. No, I can't help myself. Um, This is critical investment in our community. I think one of the terms I would like for all of you to think about when you allocate funds, is what is the ROI? The ROI, which is return on investment. That's a dimension in the language of the American Rescue Plan. And although the criteria for investment are clearly earmarked, um, you can kind of steer in different directions with that. But I want to be sure that after a three-year period of time, you can look back on this plan as being success stories and not just spending money um, that we had at that time. Uh, how we spend it, where we spend it, is really up to not only the city administration, but the city council, and hopefully the people that live here. Um, I would like to see a lot of things accomplished. I've talked about public safety and gun violence. We had two shootings today, or the other day, two, in a neighborhood. Because these guys don't know how to shoot at a shooting range, they didn't shoot, point and shoot. And use weapons in most cases that are illegal that are transferred in out of Buffalo or other places for use for our crimes. What are we waiting for with this? I showed a formula of how we could use American Rescue Plan to pay for gun violence and not the city funds. It's there, it's available. You want to use them or you want to keep using the city money to do all the work which the chief said was thousands of dollars locally. You can actually accomplish this with that money. So send a message to those who come in with guns that we're after you, we're going to track you down, and we have other ways of getting you that you might not be aware of. How would you do that? This is one thought. you got two new guys coming in the police department. Two new recruits. We'll take a couple of guys, officers with experience, and put them on a the gun task force. No additional cost other than the fact that you got American Rescue Plan money to do it. It's eligible cost. You can actually go back to March of last year for cost recovery. We had other gun shootings. We're going to have more gun shootings. You want them in your neighborhoods? No. None of you do. So what's the big priority here right now today? It's not all economic development, which is important, which is long-term, long-term investments that allow these things to happen to our community that are good things. I'm not here to debate that. I'm debating what you want to accomplish with those funds. I'd like to see money invested in new housing development. 
for people who are willing to come into our community and live in something new. You can have rehab, that's okay. But you can't just throw rehab back to landlords that have prior violations where they're just gonna have a fix-up program and they got code violations that are in the housing court now that haven't been fully fluctuated out. So we add more money to them and maybe the housing inspectors will go in as a pre-conference with that person and say, no, you can't have any of this money unless these codes are prior fixed. Out of their pocket, out of their pocket. Why should we invest more money in something they should have done already? That's one of my thoughts. And as far as the issues on economic development, I think the return on investment for each one of those can't be a quick fix. It's got to be a long-term investment in job creation, economic vitality, tax base generation, et cetera, et cetera. And equipment, that's fine. But you've got to also have people that know how to run the equipment. So public safety, public health, and by the way, I don't see any initiatives at all here on public health. What is, that? is that an outside deal? Is that somebody else that's going to do that for you? I think the city's got a role in that, whatever that may be. As subordinate, because as this thing trickles on down, as you know, you're the recipient. There's sub-benefit, there's and there's basic bills that are the users or the recipients of the money below that. So I want to see something from the public health side, which deals with maybe food generation or food interest on markets and establish a food co-op somewhere that is viable for the future. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, again, thanks for coming. I know we set up a special meeting. Your purpose was, you know, we have such a busy agenda on regular work sessions with all the other stuff that comes at us that we don't really get a chance to kind of sit down. I know there's been a lot of questions and comments and concerns about the economic development piece, although tonight that's what we're going to focus on. It's not just that. I mean, we can talk about the parts of the ARPA funding. So it's kind of open-ended, but you know, want to kind of try to come out of here tonight with some direction and some consensus as to how much you want to allocate for particular programs, which direction you want to go, what specific things, uh, and give the city administration, Crystal, and, and the administration kind of a, a plan moving forward and some things that we can get out and get moving on. So I guess that's kind of where we're at. It's kind of open-ended, and Crystal, I don't know if you want to jump in and see where you want to start with, with some of the programming, anything you want to say, or uh, you, we had talked about mm -hmm. some housing things as well today, so if you want to bring some of that up tonight. Sure, yeah, and there's one that, um, you know, we do have, have some ideas for some housing, um, and we mentioned the other night uh, some of the housing-related programs that already do exist. And then, um, as we've talked about, the rental rehab program uh, as well. So um, I think as far as, as this goes, really what what would be helpful to us um, would be if, if we can get some direction on programs that um, you all feel like you want us to continue to develop and, and that you will support. And then how much do we want to allocate to those? Um, you know, numbers on here, we've, we've kind of talked about it, and I've asked that we consider being flexible um, and how we allocate those funds. If we allocate, let's say, for example, just as an example, for the property, building and property infrastructure improvements, we had um, 
suggested 1.5 million. If that's something that is really needed and seems to be the, the thing that is, um, you know, a high priority, and we we want to put more to that, you know, but maybe that's something that that either happens now or happens later. But just being able to have um, a little bit of flexibility and giving us the ability to evaluate as we go, and um, you know, I, I don't I don't know that the programs. There may be programs that are, are really critical and really needed, and we see a lot of businesses applying for them. And then there may be others that um, we don't get as much participation as we had thought that we might. So, um, you know, as far as leaving here tonight, if, really, if we can have direction on what you are supportive of, um, work through any criteria that you want to see. Um, you know, included as we put the applications and the guidelines together because, you know, basically from here, our department has to write every single program, standard operating procedures, applications, checklists, evaluation matrix, the whole shebang. So um, being able to give us a, a place to start would be what we are, are hoping for. Can I add to that, Tony? So just to let folks know, I really commend the Department of Development for all the work that you guys put in, put these together. A lot of what uh, these initial program ideas uh, came from roundtables uh, that we did with uh, various parts of different business communities. So we did a small business, not-for-profit manufacturing sector, um, restaurants, restaurants retail. retail. So we held roundtables uh, with each of those types of industries. I uh, wanted to know what do we need in order to move forward from the pandemic and what do you need to recover? And that's where a lot of this comes from are those discussions with our local businesses uh, here to understand what can we do to help you, right? That was the number one concern is how do we use this money effectively? Yes, to provide economic development. Yes, to have a return on investment. But also just to try to understand what do they need, right? And um, that's kind of where we, we started from. Do we have summary notes from those meetings? I do. Mm -hmm. We have notes and we mm -hmm. also have a survey, a business impact survey that we did. And a compiled result mm -hmm. survey. Yep. I think that would be beneficial. Okay. Um, I think we're looking outside the box on some additional funding, like some of the things that Doug's brought up, some of the public safety issues that are seem to be coming to light uh, <clears throat> more serious as we go along. Um, from a simplistic point of view, out of the 20, little over 28 million, we've spent how much, or earmark, or let me do it, we have two numbers. How much has been spent already out of the 28? After Monday, it'll be what, 6.6 million. 6.6. After we approve <coughs> the agenda. On the agenda. And then how much has been earmarked, per se? Um, that, that is the number no. that's been earmarked. That's been earmarked. Okay, so that's spoken for. Absolutely. And then we actually spent like $12,000. Wow. <laughs> so Correct. Then, so You've then, only paid the bill for yeah, 12000 <laughs> However, comma. <laughs> so on this breakdown, this was on the um, master plan. Mm -hmm. And we've got the little over 10 for lost revenue. That's sitting in a bank zone. That's sitting in funds somewhere. Some of the earmarked money is lost. Okay, and then uh, economic development ten million, water, sewer, broadband two million, 
healthy communities and neighborhoods, eight or five, and then transparent, uh, transfer, transparency and tracking uh, around just under a million. Um, are these numbers pretty concrete or is there some flexibility in the, I guess that's why we're here tonight is, does Department of Development need all 10 million? Do we throw another million into public safety, which would probably be under health and communication in neighborhoods? There's not a, a specific line item for for that category. They're not cut and stone over Yeah. Yeah, so there, that was the, the a master plan. Just to simplify it for yeah. me. There was a master plan put together based on with different listening sessions. So we, we put a draft together, did listening sessions, and so it's it's really just meant to be guidance. Uh, and But you guys can reallocate. So if we have a program that we say, oh, absolutely, you know, uh, $500,000, a million dollars needs to be put into this, we certainly can try to put those things together. So there's definitely flexibility. Did you send everybody this right? No. That's also on the website, correct? Right? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Everything's on the website. Thank you. One of my concerns is looking at this and actually going through the material. The Department of Development establishing a business incubator program. Chautauqua Opportunities through Cody already has an incubator as well as Fredonia. And I'm wondering how is this going to be either, is there a plan to partner with those that already exist, that already have viable programs? Or is this going to be a standalone? And then also, a lot of that looks very similar to the new business development. And one is earmarked for 250000 The other is earmarked for $420,000. So that's my question. Are these duplicative of projects that are already existing in the county, and would we be better off to allocate those funds to something else or partner and maybe provide some or a lesser amount of funding to those organizations to implement it since they're already up and operational and it wouldn't require any taxing on the staff here of having to do that? I don't know. Well, I guess to answer part of that, the Fredonia Incubator, I wouldn't allocate anything to the Fredonia Incubator because that's not accessible to Jamestown residents that would need to have access to that type of a space and that, that type of a service. Um, we've had lots of conversation with um, Cody and Small Business Development Center, um, JRC, and um, the Chamber of Commerce, and we've heard a lot that a, some kind of a, an incubator space mm -hmm. is a need. Um, having a place where um, startups and, and entrepreneurs can come and have access to um, whether it's a you know space to actually do work um, resources that like SBDC would, would be able to provide and, and other um, types of you know consulting and, and that sort of thing would be able to provide um, a, a space where they can um, you know if they need a conference table because they want to have a meeting and they don't have an actual office, um, that they're not at that point yet. You know, they're, they're ready to, to open up their own uh, storefront or their own office space or whatever. So it's, it's a, another, I guess, support. It starts to build that ecosystem, that support network for entrepreneurs. And uh, it would provide that kind of a service that would, it would pool all the resources that, that do exist in the community. And so part of that is 
identifying all of those different uh, resources that do exist and bringing them all together into a place where um, people can access it easily. Well, I'm just thinking space is one thing. I get that, that obviously having space here and space, would be... And that's just one part of it. Right, but the loans, I mean, do go through. Cody does have a loan, a uh, pretty successful track record with loans. I'm just looking at, are we... Yeah, and it's not necessarily the... But that's part of it. That's what it's this says, working capital. It's, right. the, it's all of the supports that go along with um, getting somebody ready for a loan. Right, so it's, it's giving them all of those resources ahead of time, helping them get a business plan that is, is an actual plan built on research and information and data and um, getting them to a place where they would even be ready to apply for a loan. And don't they do that at the college, the small business group? They do that to, okay. a, to a point. And that's, we would work with them. I, I guess this is where I'm driving the struggle bus on this um, and there's no other easier way to say it what's our re and Doug mentioned it and I actually surprised you mentioned it because it's the first time I've heard you say it um, what's our what's our ROI because ultimately the COVID money is here I, I understand government has a role okay we're supposed to help make things easy provide them access but the whole COVID money is to return on investment on economic development and economic loss right Great to provide a service, and, and, and we should have a hand in that. But again, what's our return on investment? So it, you're going to get 10 people come to the SDBC, maybe two of them are going to succeed, right? I personally would rather see that money invested into the brick and mortar that's here and stuck out, right? So I'm, I, I think this is great, and I know I'm talking future for the city, but if this money has to be spent in two years, what kind of service are we doing to ourselves to develop something that may or may not happen when we've got a business we can help that's here? I think, um, and we're duplicating a service, perhaps. I don't believe the Service Act exists currently, some type of, but I, I understand. But this is a prime example of a duplication we saw Monday, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, do we enhance it instead of trying to repeat it? Well, and I think that that's that really with the incubator itself, that is the intention is, and it's it's pulling resources together into a centralized point of access. But I, I understand your point. But is that our there role? There are businesses. Is that our role? <coughs> or is our role to enhance what, again, I go back to there's only so much of you to go around. There's only mm -hmm. so much mm -hmm. in in. People are adamant against not adding personnel. Mm -hmm. So what's our best avenue to get our biggest bang for our buck? And what is the goal of this money from the federal government now? Before, I know Stephanie went into the comments before we go there, Crystal and I have gone up several times to visit the uh, Ruby Incubator and the New York State uh, Incubator Network. The, um, UB's um, Regional Institute, and it's a, yeah, it's <coughs> Western New York Incubators, I think is what it's called. Yeah, so we've, we've, we've visited uh, several times to talk to them about it. They obviously also partner with Fredonia. Mm -hmm. um, they have the only um, closest incubators are either Olean or Fredonia um, at this point. Uh, as part of that, though, that they have a, they've identified through their incubator 
of several businesses that have resulted in a ton of jobs, right, and the creation of jobs. So they see the incubator program as an opportunity to create uh, and uh, pull businesses that do end up creating jobs. And you got to find the people that want to work, and you got to find the people to to get there. That, that's that's huge. That's who who would participate in an, in an incubator yeah. in general are people that want to start their own business. I, I get that, and and so I'll, I'll and I, I know you want to say something. Um, just you know, so everyone here knows with the JLDC, what we've started to do, anyone that comes to us for a loan for JLDC, we are putting them through a screening process. We have, if they're not an existing business that has been in business and is able to demonstrate that they know how to do business, <coughs> they have to go through an SBDC program that we're working with SBDC to enhance their program already. Um, they have to come to us with a, a fully developed business plan projections, um, you know, we, we don't want to bring anything forward for a loan, you know, to the JLDC that has not been through a, you know, a really scrutinized process. And to get people to that point, I mean, we've seen a lot of applications come in and we're like, we can't bring this to the JLDC, right? So we have witnessed a need for people to have access to that kind of information and that kind of learning um, and that hands-on, um, you know, being able to reach out to advisors and professionals who would be able to give them um, the resources and the tools that they need to be able to actually figure out what it means to run a business um, before they're applying for loans, before they're renting space and paying for a lease that they then are, you know, stuck with. Um, so I'm, I'm not disagreeing, you know, and, and that's what we're here for is if, if you feel like this is a program that is, needs to happen or, or should happen in some variation, but you don't feel like ARPA is the right way, that's, that's what we're here to, to figure out. So I, I, no, I'm just going to say, as far as our return on investment for economic development, um, a, an LLC or you know a, an entity that comes into this business incubator and does uh, receiving resources and, and the networking, they're only there for a limited amount of time. They will have to go out into a storefront. I get that. And so, and that's that's where the, the but that's long term benefit. The, well, retur the return on investment in the ARPA fund is meant to be used and see a turnaround in that time period that we have to expend it. I don't know that you're going to see it with some of these, and I'm not being rude, but it just doesn't happen in a business overnight period. Sure, right. Um, but if we allocate the funding for that particular program, and if we're not spending it, we can always move it. Exactly. to another area, right? So, I mean, it's, it's flexible. So. But I agree with you to a point, but you're wasting their time. And, and that's my preface for it. Why are they going to invest 24 weeks of a project that's not going to come to fruit? I'd rather see these guys work their butts <coughs> off like they do in an, in an area that they're going to see success in and not be pressed against the wall to move. I, I don't... I mean, these guys have been working their butts I off. I know that, but I'm... I understand yeah. that, but... To me, it, it doesn't make sense to beat your head against the wall to end up moving the money for them anyway. I, I, I would rather see us be specific and, and you guys find things that are you feel are very strongly attainable and meet the criteria than, okay, let's just throw it out there and move stuff around. 
Well, I mean, quick question: when all these programs, when you put, where do they all come from in terms of what was your thought process like for the different criteria? For the different, did you follow a model? Did you other communities mm -hmm. using ARPA funds? Yeah, we've looked at other communities and what other communities have done. We, we looked at the data that we collected from our business impact survey and what the needs um, identified were. Um, we looked at the business roundtables and the information we collected from those. Um, and then we also looked at criteria that we have for grant programs that we already do. And so it, you know, it really will be a conglomeration of all of those different things and then any additional criteria that we want to include when we do get to the, the place where we're ready to um, actually put applications together. Kim, yeah. I had a question for you. Um, what would you think of a maker space? I mean, that's kind of where I lean when I think of a business incubator, is like a shared space, a maker space for the trades or for the, the skilled arts. To me, it would be at the college. Mm -hmm. It's a prime example. Whether it's JBC, JCC. I mean, as, as the incubator itself. You're saying the college already has one? They are actually um, working on an application to create something similar um, and that we would be a partner in that. And then there's an opportunity for us to, like you said, enhance mm -hmm. um, what that program might look like should they get the grant funding. But they don't have the grant funding now. Rise one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Which we're working on. Right. Two, two programs that I mean, looking through all these, reading through them, as far as return on investment, um, we always hear about shortages of contractors and, and workers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, what sticks out to me is that workforce development and contracting and trades, and there's 500,000 in each one of those, and that's cut in stone, but those are two areas where, you know, when you look at going into the schools, you know, certainly this area, one of the big concerns we have here is how do we recruit? How do we develop? How do we get workers? We have businesses, we have factories, we have industries that can't get enough workers. Or, you know, coming to Jewish, whatever, you know, different places. So, you know, how measurable that is is going to be debatable, but those are two things that if they're successful would be good returns and returns on investment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how anybody else feels about it. Because I'm trying to go through these and trying to yeah. figure out what's the best thing for the bottom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with both of those. Right. The same here. I think you could get some people out of Votech in the county, you know, as far as carpentry and electrician. You could you possibly recruit from there. That'd be one spot. But and those are two programs I see. <coughs> Yeah. A nice investment on it. I agree with that totally. Right. Also. I, yeah, I also agree with both of those. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have known how lucrative the trades were when I got out of high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait this long. So Crystal and I went and visited the Northland uh, Training Center, uh, which does provide workforce development. So some of these programs are actually modeled off of the work that they do. I know they've been trying to um, work with JCC, although they've not created a partnership uh, yet due to some issues. But some of these programs are modeled off that to invest in for example, she'll talk about works and others that are currently doing some of that work as well. So where is that Northland Training Center? Um, it's on your ferry, right? Buffalo? Oh, it's in Buffalo? They partner with Alfred, uh, so they're funded through okay. Alfred okay. Uh, to do all trades. It's the 
coolest center, Muse Center. They have full like electrical booths mm. that they, they teach all of yeah. their their uh, students how to use programming, CNC machining, all of the stuff that you might you might need. But with that five hundred thousand uh, earmarked right now, would that go toward uh, on a job training? They uh, uh, a company would be subsidized for that. So that's that is up for determination. So that's okay. really what we need, I guess, is what programs are are you supportive of? So then we can take that and go back and work out all of the details of how that would work. So we've had some initial conversations with mm -hmm. um, like JCC and MAST and. Um, Workforce uh, uh, Investment Board and um, exactly how, and Southern Tier Builders Association. So exactly mm -hmm. how it would work. There needs to be, I guess, some additional development on our part, but we didn't want to put all of that work into it until we knew for sure that that would be something. Would be you would get a rate of return off the tradesmen. Yeah, you know they're so low. <coughs> You're looking for a loose framework. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we'll get to the nuts and bolts, and 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 then once we have that more solidified framework, we'll bring that back to you or JLDC or whatever body is determined to be the oversight, and get approval on the finalized program before it's actually opened up for um, to be spent, whether it's a, a grant application or whatever it ends up being. Can you s explain a little more detail the strategic property acquisition and whatever? Sure. So, um, identifying uh, specific properties that um, could have potential for <coughs> redevelopment um, that may be um, owned by an absentee uh, property owner or um, is just kind of sitting and waiting for an opportunity. And if we have, you know, contact with a developer or something that we, we see that there's potential in that property um, would give us the ability to um, purchase the property, acquire the property, and then um, could be making it shovel ready, um, could be doing uh, you know environmental testing, depending on, on what the property is. So an example of that, let's say an abandoned factory. Would that include uh, residential as well, or are you talking just commercial? Um, I think that remains to be seen. I think that's kind of up, right. up to this discussion, and um, I think potential some residential could potential. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of the residentials coming through a 19A and zombie property right. program, yeah. but we've we've definitely identified properties that you know we just haven't been able to acquire, or someone's now in jail and they're not taking care of it, but it could be. We have developers that are could be potentially interested in those, but mostly brownfield ones that would qualify for multiple credits. I'd rather see that money go into some form of housing because that's where our complaints are, honestly. Um, I want to see what you have in housing, honestly, in the home side. Well, before we before we jump forward, I guess maybe some of the things that uh, President Dolce brought up. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to step on his toes, but I guess. Um, maybe pick out the areas that everyone is okay with. We just did two of okay. them. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I haven't, I, I didn't see a complete agreement. I just uh, I didn't hear anybody yeah, disagree. So no, so nobody. Right. That doesn't always mean, that doesn't always mean something. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, I didn't. 
So what we're saying is we're okay with uh, the only the only issue I have. Tony mentioned 500 and 500. This says 750. And I see that. I see that. But and we've kind of had to move numbers around when we were putting the other um, presentation together. So we can talk about that tonight. And decide is it 500? Is it 700? That's, that's really up to you guys to tell us what you want to see there. So, and it may also be determined based on the number of programs that you want us to move forward with, and then how much money is, is left um, to kind of figure out where to allocate it to. So. I, I had thought the 500 was a little low on the workforce development, one or two. Okay. It was originally 750. Well, don't discount to what the Workforce Investment Board gets as well say. for development. So okay. they've got their own pot of money that All they right. are getting. I'm on that okay. board as well. So okay. it's not to say that I think it's a good investment and the pipeline that they've been working on, the Dream It, Do It, has been going on for over 10, well, probably about 15 years to get into the middle schools to get younger people to look mm -hmm. at the trades look at what manufacturing is. It's not the same manufacturing that their parents or grandparents were involved in. So that's already going on. I do they know that they've got a kid in the high school. Right. And mm -hmm. they get a lot of a lot of funding for youth programs to try to especially mm -hmm. for those okay. those kids who aren't looking at going on to college mm -hmm. but want some other avenue to pursue a career. So I, I'm not saying I, I think this is good. I think they do have funding as well. This isn't all the money that's out there for workforce development yeah. for, for youth and job training. So. A lot from the state, you're right. No, they, the I mean, I'm not trying to, d but comment, I think yeah. it's kind of enhance what they have and help, but we're not the only supplier of the funds for that program, mm -hmm. just so you know. Mm -hmm. So you take that funding and you apply it with like a federal, mm -hmm. you know, some federal funding that they get it, it, it makes it an even more impactful program. I got you. Yeah. And, and just the point as well with the college, you know, they've been trying to expand the trades as well. Some of the issue that they have is getting people to teach the courses. Because the trades are very lucrative, it's not always easy to get someone to come in to take a position to teach where they could yep. be making much more sure. actually working in the trades. So some of it's trying to get people to do some of it's off hour, like evening work or but it yeah. takes a lot. They've got a very robust program in OEM, but they've got individuals willing to do that. It's trying to develop it here in Jamestown is part of the hurdle of getting people qualified to do the work. And they have CNC machines. They do a lot with, it's amazing, you know, um, development that they've got, but it's getting the right people to teach and getting the students and getting them to come in. How about building and property I guess one question I have with that is how many businesses do you project that would help? So I know that, that could be a fairly expensive. If a, one of the bigger businesses came in, they could probably burn most of that up. Is there going to be a we cap on it? Cap on it. Yeah. Yeah. it says here the qualifying projects can be funded $50,000, 200000 That's our limit. Um, Ask you to, there's up in the top it says it's a million five, and then down below it's a million eight. Again, that was one of those. Okay, all right. Well, I just want to know which figure is 1. the figure. 1.8 was okay. my hope. It's going to ultimately be up to you okay. how much okay. money. Okay, well, I just didn't know because I'm also looking at what did you, what's your proposal before yeah. we decide what our proposal is. And another thing with this um, building and property infrastructure improvement, I'm looking at that as a 50 50, 50 
50% of it would be a grant, 50% would be a forgivable loan. So based on the criteria that we put forth, like for um, jobs, if they have said they want, you know, to get a new elevator, we can hire five new people. Those five new people better still be employed, you know, four years from now. They need to get hired. To pay that, right. that loan, that forgivable loan back. Did we get clarification 100% Ryan on that? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, as long as it, if it came back before the funds um, expired in 2026, mm -hmm. then we'd, we'd have to reallocate it. But if it's after 2026, there's, there's no issues. That's good. I, I have a special note here uh, that I picked up on sales, marketing, and brand awareness. Now, this is through the DOD, through economic development, but what does the city spend now on the city's marketing and advertising and selling the city? Zero. My question is, change the wording on this product description to benefit the city rather than the manufacturers and businesses because uh, we have a lot of good in this community and we're not blowing our horn or tooting our horn or we we need to let the western region ohio pennsylvania wherever and how far you want to reach out the tentacles of prosperity we have a gem here and i'd like to see some monies appropriated to marketing the city of Jamestown as the Pearl City or whatever our name used to be. And uh, I think there's there's a lot of positive. The glass is half full here. It's, you know, even though we had a couple shootings and they're shooting each other. There's, so, a, lot you know of, what I mean? <laughs> there's a lot to celebrate here. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of positive. So. Do you see the one that looks like this? There's, yeah. Yeah. there's a citywide so rebanding and marketing campaign one in there as well. I have a question though. We just had, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't the Jamestown Renaissance Corporation or somebody had that Jamestown <coughs> up close and personal with the lettering that's on all the signs that we have now? And what you guys are talking about is this sale. What you're talking about with the, the business, that's the actual manufacturing themselves coming up with their marketing and their sales and their strategy. Right, okay. Yeah, what, I don't see that one with the kid. What, I'm, I'm coming back yeah. to, uh, I don't know that the city should yeah. support a company developing their sales and marketing and brand awareness because you, as a company, you know your business. The city doesn't. Mm -hmm. Nothing personal, but I mean, oh, I, I, no one can, I, I'm even at Bush 30 some years. I can't tell you. Our, I mean, I know of it, but I'm not in the sales. I, they know that department knows marketing and brand awareness more. They dabble in e-commerce and what sells and what the Google hits are and what that is. Um, not a bad side of this so, is something that came out of our business roundtable. Um, as but what are they expecting us right. to do for them? That's yeah. why I'm asking you for these yeah. notes. I mean, it, it's good to sit at a round table yeah. and say, "Hey, I want, I want yeah. this." But what are they, ex well, what are what, they expecting us to do? Is during the pandemic, directly related to that, um, and you know the terms better than I do. Mm -hmm. But in in manufacturing, when all you're going to do is like when you're in that crisis mode, you are just manufacturing the product. All the other ancillary positions, mm -hmm. like sales and marketing. They all had to leave. They all had to quit and go away um, because the industry or the manufacturers just could not keep them going. So um, now I would disagree with that yeah, statement. Well, and these are the statements that were made. <laughs> yeah, and, I would disagree. Um, 
Obviously, I, I have no I think it depends on which yeah. specific right. industry and, and which business. So what happened is as, um, you know, we're, we're coming out of this and the um, business starts picking up again, they need to rehire the salespeople. They need to rehire their marketing team. So this would be um, to help supplement bringing those people in. I would, I would disagree wow. from a standpoint because to stay in business, you can't eliminate sales and you can't eliminate marketing, right? You know, so they did not get rid of all that during the pandemic or they would have closed their doors. Yeah, that's exactly 100%. What so would this program be supporting the one that uh, the small business development? And so, yes. Yeah. So that's why um, when we heard about that program and, and how it was working, we thought we've got this program, why don't we listen to how their program works? That's why they came in um, and thought, okay, it would be great rather than us duplicate something that, it, that they're already doing, maybe we add to what they're doing so that we can help even more Jamestown businesses. And then we don't have to administer it, right? So it's not taking our capacity to administer, it's already being administered. Right, but we're giving money for them to hire people to do this job. It says salaries of sales personnel and consultants. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we're actually right, so paying them salaries to help them get their sales and marketing going. A portion of a portion. Well, this just, it, do, it doesn't tell me that. It's just initial salaries of sales personnel or consultants hired to lead this. And I'm still going back to how is this different from the marketing campaign that was completed that we have the signs and all of that other than it's going to an individual company versus but we have, the, you know, we have the wayfinding signs. No, I think um, you're talking about a different, a different Okay, program. so that is different from this marketing proposal. Yes. Okay, because Which, so if you're looking at the one with the handshaking picture, okay, okay. <laughs> that's for the businesses. Okay. The one with the kid licking the ice cream cone is for the is for city. The, okay, it's for the city. Yeah. Well, so then the I'm one that we're talking about right, right. now Okay, well, well I will get to the other one then yeah. because I think it's a duplication, but this one, when I'm looking at personnel, when we're talking about we are saying we are not hiring personnel with ARPA no. money, we're getting we're, another we're business. That. We're letting a business we're letting do a business it, hire but we're not hiring for the city no. because... No, no, this, well, would then, be, like, this no. would be for them to hire on consultants, as it says, a marketing campaign. You're missing the point for their for their for their new products or to bring their products back to the where they were pre-pandemic. You're missing the fundamental point. If people on this council feel strongly, and I, I I've heard it, I'm not speaking for anybody, that minimal personnel is used for ARPA funding. Mm -hmm. We're paying a company to hire personnel. To hire personnel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking out both sides of our mouth. Is there a way we can do that and support a marketing strategy or support, um, you know, a new You would do that through your IT campaign? technology, right? Your, your IT grant would, you know, might be a software to develop their marketing thing. But you're you know, not hiring a person. The only difference in that, I'm thinking about that for a minute, I, I get your point, but all of these programs are supposed to enhance. Job but this is specific paying personnel. Well, and it's, there's we a difference to enhancing. But I think, I mean, the reason that people feel strongly about <coughs> hiring personnel in the city is because then eventually we're on the hook to keep them on and pay for them in tax dollars. I mean, I, I get your point. I'm just saying I, it's, it's apples and oranges a little bit. But Well, what's the difference if they hired them to get this campaign going and they let they them go? They let them go. Well, it's like any other. 
Well, but no, but that's... Initiative, but we can't relate. So they're using the city's ARPA funds right. to get, get somebody it's going, and then they're going to say, well, we don't... It's, there are so many grant programs that operate that way. They'll pay the salary of the individual to do the job, and as soon as that funding's gone, we don't need you so anymore. So here's what the, the... I think the intention of this program was meant to do, and I'll give, I'll use Colecraft as an example because we, we went and we sat down with their team, and they explained to us they have... It costs them a lot of money to do major ads in the types of publications that ne they need to do ad advertising in because of their product line. That shouldn't be new to Dave. He's been in furniture for. I'm not saying it's new to him. I'm just saying it costs them a lot of money, and they don't have enough of a budget that they have been able to put towards marketing their business. The other part of it is they are... Um, they're adding a new product line so they can become more resilient as a company and so they can because they were in the realm of higher end, more luxury, very specific niche and they are trying to expand what they offer so that the next pandemic or the next crisis, they have, they're more sustainable and they have built in resiliency. In order to do that, they're going to have to come up with a whole new marketing campaign in order to market to a whole new clientele. So that, from them, that was one of their needs, was to, to have funding to assist them in developing what that marketing strategy and campaign would be. So think on it. Yeah, because and then I think about what we mm -hmm. heard from SBDC and the, the chamber the other night and the, the way that they are running their program and that program could assist with the same thing. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a smaller dollar amount. It's a $10,000 um, $10, grant for marketing, and that could be you take out an ad, or it could be you put together a marketing strategy. It could be whatever, whatever it is that the business wants. It could be, you know, you have a contract with DoorDash. I don't know. <laughs> um, but... Does it make sense for us to look at potentially supporting that program versus this program, which is very similar but a little bit different, and still providing some of those marketing dollars, but maybe not doing the full 500000 and not going kind of all in like that? I don't know. It's up for conversation. And I guess the other, how are you going to decide how much each company gets? If you're saying a major ad in a major magazine, a national magazine, I don't know. I have no idea what that would cost. Well, versus do they have a marketing, using that you threw out their company, do they have any marketing personnel in their business? Their, excuse me, I think their administrative staff that they wear many hats. But no right? marketing So they don't have a, a specific person that does just marketing. Did they give you an idea what they thought? I mean, obviously, they're the one that's come to the forefront on this, mm -hmm. what they think this campaign would cost them. Do they have any idea you what would it would that, cost? You would eat that up that's what sure. I, I believe, yeah. I want to say, might, and I don't know, that I've said something that yeah, we can share. They did, um, but they were saying, you know, how much it would cost for a quarter page or a right. page uh, just to get but I, And for their whole strategy, they put together some numbers. But to be sustainable and to be an economic impact for future, it can't just be buying an ad, right? E e yeah. Right, and that's, that's the whole campaign and, you know. And strategy, right? Like helping them develop what that strategy should be. Because I don't think anybody there is an expert in 
marketing specifically, right. especially not for a brand new product line that they're just developing. Let me tell you how many product lines we put out a year. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's my point. But that's not apples to apples comparison. <laughs> but, you, but, but the marketing strategy is an apples to apples comparison. And right. they want to get to where you are. That, my point. Right. <laughs> $500,000 isn't going to do it for them. to get there. That's not going to do it. And I don't think they're expecting us to help them do the whole thing, right? It's to help them get to a place where they have some assistance there should be a matching requirement. We shouldn't just give it all to them. I think with any of these programs, there has to be some kind of skin in the game from them, right? So, so they're standing on their own two feet. Right, right. So it's, it's helping them take that step forward. It's not doing it for them, but it's providing them the support that they need to, to take that next step. I think, I think the, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think the preference for us would be to engage with the SBDC program that already exists and support those Jamestown mm -hmm. businesses that are already on the wait list. I, I, and I would rather, I hate to sound <coughs> impartial, but I would rather see it go to a business than a not-for-profit as well. Because, I mean, not that we don't need to market not-for-profits, but if you're looking for a return on investment, you're going, you want sustainability, you're going to see it out of the small business shop that opens down there that's looking for a marketing strategy or, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I agree. I would agree. So maybe that's something that if we were to engage with SBDC in the chamber, that's a criteria that we have. Be, because if you're only going to give them X amount of dollars, yep. it can get eaten up quickly. Mm -hmm. We certainly can make that stipulation mm -hmm. as part of any type of grant. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so is that... Is there a consensus? <laughs> yeah. Quiet. I, I think the consensus is there. I, I really do. I think there's consensus on all of these, on some things. Mm -hmm. I, I think the amounts are in question, it, from what I'm hearing. totally fine. Um, <coughs> so Let's talk through that. I don't know. Do we talk through it, you know, figure out what Sorry. do we I'm an analytical person, so you're going to have to bear with me. Mm -hmm. So it might behoove us to say, here's the programs we approve. And then yes. attach an amount. That's, that's because uh, you know you may come up with a home presentation, and six people at this table may feel adamant that we're going to cut economic development in half and allocate more here and more to public safety. Because I think that's and to be yeah. fair, I yeah. think. You getting that other information to this council may help in making that decision of what those amounts may be. Sure. Because if you got two people at a round table and you got ten at another one, maybe your amount's the same, but it's flipped. Mm -hmm. Well, this <coughs> one of my questions was: at how many people expressed an interest in the sales, marketing, and branding? I guess, or you? It was everybody on the on the call. Everybody, but how so I don't know. Is that, that 10 people? Is that 10 people? Yeah, well, I mean, if you want numbers, yeah. I mean, we'd have to go back. But Dawson, Artone, um, Colecraft, you know, two Blackstone. others. What's that? Blackstone. Blackstone. Yeah. So, I mean, 
but this that's is, not the small companies. Those are the big buyers. Right, yeah, I mean, I'm saying how many small businesses said, you know, we need help because we don't have any capability to run a marketing campaign. The to do small what we're businesses, doing. like our ones downtown, yeah. what they want to see, what they'd like to do is like group campaigns, mm -hmm. where there's a real strong punch of uh, a, a marketing campaign regionally and even mm -hmm. around, you know, tri-state area to try to draw more people in. Well, that's what I was trying to get at. You know, if you're talking the big players, you know, it could be three or four of them would take all of this money. Depending so right on, you know, there, yeah. right? Yeah, well, Colcrest needs are different well, than I know. than e solutions. I know. Well, that's you know. what I. That was yeah, my so point. We you have know? to go back. Don't you agree? We have to go back and look at who our um, recipients would be. Is it going to be manufacturing, or is it going to be small business? Well, and also keep in mind, when did you do these roundtables? Been a lot of changes in the last year too, you know, and, April. and so it's been a year. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, and and I'm not saying good or bad, but there's we've gone through a million changes. So do you want so to go through? I would suggest picking, and then and then discuss. This is what the amount. This is the program, and this is the amount of the So we've already passed this one, correct? This is the mm -hmm. Yes. The two hundred thousand. Yes. So that's so call the, it the evolution. Yeah, <coughs> we've already done that. It sounds like when the one the storefront um, improvement yeah. program. Yeah. No, no the restaurant the retail and services. Okay. The one we approved weeks ago. Yeah, this one's got like a little. I have it on page twelve. If that's what you have it on. <laughs> that one you voted no on. Yeah. Regina. Page twelve. Put it back. I know. You gotta have one no on these things. All right. So the ones so far we've discussed tonight, it sounds like we have a consensus on work. Workforce development <laughs> and the other workforce development general contracting at five hundred thousand on each one. Are we I don't think we agreed to set an amount yet until yeah. we get there. Oh, okay, right, so just the those program. Two yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. And so then how about the strategic property acquisition? Mm. I think we missed the boat. We should have got the property on Harrison. If you wanted a piece of developable property, we missed the boat on that. Property. I don't know. Yeah, the one on Harrison, the one that, that the IDA gave to the Y. I'm just saying, that was a perfect opportunity to put a manufacturer, if you could have cleaned it up. I, I know, I know, but I'm saying with this kind of money, if you were going to develop and have an incubator, there you go. Okay, so then Can we go back, though, to, to one that I think we've already partially approved? I think that might be easier. That's the Shattacoin River Basin. Like, why can't we step on the door? Yeah, I gotta find it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> why? You took it all out of. Them. All right. So, what's the one, the first one that you said? Downtown small business. Yeah, this one right here. That's why there's double, they're, they're double. Oh, one this is the one I'm going to coordinator. Okay. Yeah, backside. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see 12. No, that's and that's supposed to be paid back by other funds. So that's double it. Come on, we got all kinds of tree pieces at it. What is it about that one? We've only approved or spent, if you will, the 277 750 is that right? Yes. 277 750. Yeah, it's a, it's a program, right? It's 
I'm not. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. This is 500. This is for the. This is for the. Um, the river basin. The river activation plan for the basin. Okay. So before the dam, instead of, instead of after the dam, which is what the ones that we guys were well, referring to. Right. Um, this is the LWRP, the CFA. It's a different situation. Yes. This is the upper part of the river. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it's before the dam, middle of the crew was Right. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I have a so question that was brought up. Um, we've talked just on the side here. The events coordinator for the JL. JLDC. Is it 21? Yeah, 21. Page 21. 21? Okay. They've already um, done that, right? I mean, they, that, they've implemented that program and now we're going to repay them. So. And then it goes along with the replenishment. Is that, I mean, is this, yeah. I don't want to say legal to do, but where does the. Why do we have to pay them back? Why do we want to replenish that? Does that money come from somewhere else originally? Yes, so that the money cut came from um, the Urban Development Action Grant, and that is a, a grant that I believe originated in the 80s, um, and that's what formed the JLDC, the, the Jamestown Local Development Corporation. And so that is the funding that is used to loan businesses and to create the, the revolving business loan fund that we have. So anytime um, UDAG, they call it, funds are used, um, they're used with a stipulation that will, they will be replenished with the next available. Automotive. Right. Um, so what we did, we, UDAG was approved to be used for the, to finish the skate park. Um, and then it was also used to extend the fund for downtown programming. So what we would like to do is replenish those funds so that they continue to be available for business loans. Um, and then with the programming fund, um, we want to continue with that. It's been quite successful. We actually went through it, it initially when it was funded and created with the Downtown Revitalization Initiative. Um, it was funded for 600000 and we went through that pretty quickly. Um, we would have gone through it quicker had there not been a pandemic, <laughs> but it, it had been fully allocated prior to the pandemic, but some events had to be canceled. Um, so that is expended and we're into um, getting into the, the 500,000 in UDAG funds that had been approved to be used for that program. So rather than taking UDAG, our suggestion is don't use it because we haven't paid any of it out yet. Let's use ARPA funds to continue that program. Um, and then included with that, we proposed um, engaging with a consultant who would become uh, like a, a downtown programming coordinator. Um, they would assist with administering the downtown, the, the fund for downtown programming, and they would also um, be responsible for programming our public spaces, making sure that our, our downtown um, spaces have yoga in the park and you know fitness on the plaza and things going on so that it's activated and people are out and you know getting that activity going and, and having events and um, you know what creates that downtown vibrancy. 
Will that allocation be done or be made before the end of the program? What, you know, it will look, or does yeah, it, go it would beyond? have to. <laughs> that so would be the. We'd have to fund a program coordinator after that money was gone. So that would be adding personnel. So, if am I understanding so not hiring this, a person to work for the city, but somebody that would be on a contract basis? The way I'm reading the detail, five hundred thousand is for funding. Five hundred thousand is for the position. Is that correct? Yes. Which would be over a four-year period of time. How do I apply? But, yeah. <laughs> so, How do I apply for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Punishment would, would be qualifiable under ARPA. Um, so this it would have to be reported as lost revenue to the Treasury should the city choose to do it that way. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Bill touched on it briefly about the legality of it. Yeah. I mean, are you, you know, are we allowed to make money due to loans, low interest loans off of? You know, federal funding. That's lost revenue. We'll be able to. I just want to. I just want to make a comment just because we went. Uh, Crystal, Jeff, and I went to a uh, meeting with the county executive um, for town, village, and um, city leaders last week to discuss infrastructure bill funding. Um, currently, what the county is doing for uh, infrastructure plans, they've already allocated uh, many a lot of money for the ARPA projects. Um, they'll be applying for. Um, Grants for those projects from the infrastructure bill that will come out sometime in the next year or two. Um, and if they get those funds, then they will uh, move those ARPA funds back into. Um, big into, F. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a big we, F. We can't wait for yeah. those. Yeah. We got no, too no, much. I'm not, yeah, saying, I'm not saying that from, from, getting, yeah. from getting those grants that we've, we've already allocated, we can essentially move those funds back. Into that, essentially, it was a it was right. a loan essentially from UDAG. You moved to UDAG to fund back and apply the ARPA funding for this. It's different than holding. Uh, yes. That's a gamble. I don't know. I want my name signed on. Sorry. Um. So, um, with the fund for downtown programming, I think there's just a language change on what's there because we haven't actually spent any of the UDAG funds that were approved yet um, for downtown programming. So rather than us tap into that, our su suggestion is don't tap into it and use our butt instead. I have a question on these downtown events. Are they actually loans or are they outright grants to grants. the individuals? Those are grants. They're grants, yeah. so they don't repay any of the money back for no. getting No, and they're grants up to $50,000. Is there any, any way that they go to different programs or I mean I thought there was supposed to be no duplication but what about the different people coming or different sponsors of these events or are they you the have, same people coming back if you have an event planner who plans 18 million different types of events it's not the planner that's a duplication it's the event okay so, so it's, no I'm, I'm not saying the no, planner. I'm so saying if so if one one group comes back they could come back five times the same group for if they different, have a different things, event. if, they, they if different it's a event. different okay. type of event, yeah. Okay, that was my question. Yep. So, so you have you get. have someone who plans events all right. over, and one time they they ran a play at the Reg, the next time they ran a concert down on the Shadow okay. Coin. That counts as different. That, but it's, it's a different same event, group, but same group. Okay. Doesn't matter who organized it. Right. Okay. Um, that's the way it's written. Well, well I, I just want to know because is it, you know, one group getting all of the funding? Could be if that person is the one that's planning 50 events 
and maybe that's a fault in the plan. You know, the 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 way it was written. I don't know, but that's currently how it works. Okay. My other, but I have an issue with half a million dollars for personnel on this. That well, and that's up, again. Up yeah. For oh yeah. No, no. <laughs> I just have a real problem with that. When we have, to Zach's point, infrastructure issues, I in no way could justify a half million dollars for any position when we are dealing with. Come into my neighborhood. We have street issues. We have water issues. You, you name it, and it's not—it's not a bad neighborhood. And I'm looking at this, going, I—I I mean, I'm already getting complaints about some of the issue, and we've discussed that before about Third Street. But you know, there is some electrical that's taking up a considerable amount of that project. But when people hear this. I so can't, my phone will ring off the wall. I think that there's something, though, that is important to mention and that when you have events, and, and part of the reason that we suggested having somebody coordinate, right, these are events that would happen on top of whatever is coming right. out of the, the downtown programming funds, right? Um, when you are activating your downtown and you are bringing people in, they are spending money and they are going to your stores and they are going to your restaurants and they are your it, it impacts your tax revenue it you know it generates economic development so there is a return on that and it's not a it, it's not like it's something that is easy to just say you know you know for sure that if if you hire this person and they bring in 20 events over this period of time that you're going you're you're definitely going to get $2 million in return, right? But it, it is something that you can kind of plan out and say, okay, based on these events that have happened in the past and the number of people that they have brought in, if you have comparable events, here's what these events generated, here's what you can right. anticipate. I'm not arguing the money for the event, I'm arguing about paying someone. I understand that. That, that, that here's, just. Here's, here's, that's why I was wondering. Yeah. 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 Even still four years. Over five years. Here's the one where a hundred, here's, here's, here's a thing that can be changed. I don't, yeah. you know. Here's a thing to compare it to. What happens in four years when that 500,000 is gone? That person is gone. Unless we can absorb it. Unless we can absorb it. They've created a position for themselves, right? But we got to pay for it. Correct. If they've done their job, they've created a position for themselves that can become sustainable. Right? There's there's value there. I'm gonna, if we I'm see gonna the throw value in that the, position, we're going to make sure that they stay on. Right? I'm going to throw you the weed and seed grant. Very valuable position. Grant ended, position ended. Programs tanked. And that's kind of how I see some of these personnel things. Sure. Not saying they're not important, not saying they're not needed. But when the fun runs out, therefore goes the job. Therefore goes the vision. Therefore goes all that stuff. And regardless. So maybe that's a flaw in the way the, the plans have been developed. And so maybe that's, as we go into it, if we're creating this position, we need to look at that in detail and say, all right, in four or five years, when this position is supposed to be done, how does it sustain itself? I, I appreciate your vision and I respect that, but I'm also a realist. And, and how are you going, you don't know that that position is going to succeed, right? So you're going to spend X amount of dollars and hope that it succeeds. So the taxpayer over here is going to say, you just blew $500,000 on something that just went that way. Hang on, here's a thought. I look at that Whirly Bird event, 
They came, they planned it, they organized it, they dealt with all of it. Why isn't this just part of whoever's bringing the project to the city saying, we need $5,000 more for the individual who's going to be, because they're, they're not usually, they're one-day event, two-day event. We'll bring somebody in for a couple thousand dollars, and they will be responsible for getting the permits, making sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. That's not $500,000. That's you're saying we need this additional expense of someone to be there, to be on top of everything, and make sure everything runs smoothly. That's what Whirly Bird did. They didn't come, at least I don't think they yeah, did. Yeah, but with Whirly Bird and yeah. any other yeah. event that happens, they're going to the, the clerk's office for their special event permit. They're coming to us for this. They're coming to us for that. Somebody has to be able to manage all of that, and that takes time out of us focusing okay. on the other things. So creating a, a person that is going to make sure they've got all of those, per, those permits and not having to call us and me pick up the mm -hmm. phone and answer the phone and talk to somebody about how to fill out their application or their permit when I've got 18 million mm -hmm. other things to do I mean, that's, that's the reality for me and for our department. Is there networking with you know, the chamber and other you know, entities that are going to pull us together? I really think that, that you know, a good person would be able to coordinate with all of the various other I think we have a lot of animosity about using it towards personnel, and I, don't, I think you could be here all night. So. Well, I mean, I know I have a problem with the position, uh, maybe the dollar amount. I think someone needs to be in charge of it. Yeah. Um, or could it be the situation, too, that if you don't see it being beneficial after a year or so that you... Absolutely. Yeah. Reallocate. Yeah. Reallocate. Absolutely. And, and Good. Yeah. Good. Cut your losses. What, what's, what's our role with unemployment? What's our role with all that? Sorry. Hate to be negative. What do, you, what do you mean... You cut that. the loss, you lay the person off. So be a well, it's a, it's a contracted position, so that's part of the agreement going in is they know there's a possibility that they may not have their contract extended. Like you said, if they do their job. Right. And if they do their job, we see that return on that. On that <coughs> How do you measure it? Yeah. Sales tax? Yeah, but sales tax, you can't do that because I nothing personal, but the county center throws at us constantly. We've generated... No, but you can't tell me that your tourist number, you know, you have a sales, you raise the sales tax on goods of sold, you collected internet sales tax. I, you can't, that's, it's hard, it's hard unless you get into the devil in the details, that's not a good measure. So just to add on to that, so we are working with the chamber on trying to find ways to quantify that. We've also been working with a national organization to help us create a policy paper on how other cities have started to quantify and get a baseline of economic development within our city, and then so that we can use that to figure out once this funding is injected into it, how does that change? So we are looking into that process, sales but there's tax. not an easy way. Sales tax is I agree not with a you. Sales tax is only one measure of multiples, uh, but I, I, we just don't know, so we've asked another an, an outside agency to help us figure that out. Colcraft has a 50% increase in sales. Your sales tax drove from that 50% increase, not. I, yeah, I, I totally, I absolutely agree with that. Right, we can't, we can't assume that. That's not a, right, that's not a good measure. A different kind of business. We, we have to look at what it is within that area where that, you know, those funds are being spent. Right, if there's, if, if the intention is to 
activate downtown so that people are coming downtown and spending money, we can only look at the downtown. We can't look at, you know, what's happening with. The, the other question is, I mean, the concern about personnel, I mean, when you open that door, then you're looking at public safety. Mm -hmm. and you're looking at mm -hmm. parks. And you're looking at other positions that, quite frankly, to the general public, may be more valuable mm -hmm. in, in their perception. Mm -hmm. and, 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 I, and why I, I know and firmly believe a vital downtown helps, but it's you've just, heard it. What's, right. what's back here for the homeowner? Right. What's back here and for the resident? Yeah, what's well, back here? And I'm not opposed and to And they're that, the ones here forever. They're the yeah. ones paying the taxes. I, uh, I, you know. I absolutely understand that, and I understand why people feel that way. And I think that there needs to, there's a disconnect between, and, and I get what people are like, I'm so sick of hearing about downtown, but downtowns are what makes cities go, and that is where we get our biggest bang for our buck. It's, that's the case with every city, everywhere, in every country, in the whole world, right? So we're not unique in that. Spending money in downtown because that is our and our our economic engine. I'm not opposed to that, but and but they need to see something for them too. I understand, and 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 we'll get there. We have we'll have a whole other conversation. I mean, about I, I I would agree with that. Okay, that obviously that's very important. But let's let's just say you take a young professional that's going to come to the area, mm -hmm. and 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 I agree with your saying. But if you have a crumbling housing stock and a, a very little bit to look at, mm -hmm. you know, as a young professional, yeah, you might take the job in Jamestown. Well, it's going to keep you there, right? But you're going you're <laughs> to go buy a house in Pewter yeah. Rock in Lakewood, you know, sure. um, and just drive in here because you don't like the neighborhoods or something, mm -hmm. you don't like the crumbling housing stuff. Uh, so I, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge advocate in, you know, I heard some people when this money first came out, they, they they specifically said that it was a gift from the government. This is not a gift from the government. This is taxpayers' money coming back to us. And I want to see a significant amount of money coming back to the taxpayers in the form of um, our housing stock. And I agree with you. You and I have spoken to before, and I've spoken to the mayor. A big issue with that is and I've experienced it myself at my own household, is just sheer trying to find a reliable contractor that will call you back, that will repoint your chimney, mm -hmm. that will be there when they say they're going to be there, that'll come and look at it and give you a quote. So, I mean, let's say we designate $5 million or $7 million to our neighborhoods to, to even find the sheer number of contractors, if there are the contractors out there, to come and do this work to even spend the five million, the seven million might not even be feasible, and, and that's kind of sad. I mean, because here, whatever number we come up with for the neighborhoods and for the taxpayers, we might might not be able to even spend it in in a timely fashion because we don't have the workers to do the work. We will be hard pressed to be able to do that. Yes, I guess even if we were overachievers and we put a larger number on it, and and we we couldn't get it spent down. At least we have the ability to move it somewhere else later on. But what I want to see, and and what I'm passionate about, obviously, is I want to see this taxpayer money come back to the taxpayer as well. Um, and and I agree with you with the businesses downtown as being the driving engine. 
I just feel like there needs to be an equal balance between the two. That's kind of where mm -hmm. I stand on the whole thing. Yeah. I agree with your plan. I'm okay with this stuff. I'm looking at the larger number mm -hmm. and what's going here and yeah. what's going here. That's kind of where yeah. I'm the, the, the other caveat is we all know job things have changed. The pandemic proved one thing. People can work from anywhere. Mm -hmm. So to me, the economic driver would be how do we get them to work here? How do we get them to come here and work for someone in Washington State? How do we get them, you know, you can certainly do a remote worker program if that's something you're interested in. I'm just in. saying, the only way you're going to get them to do it, have a viable housing stock. Mm -hmm. So, and vital things for them to do. It's not a remote work opportunity. I think remote work exists. It's everywhere. But and, and, how and do I, you get them here? I, I think of this. I spoke to a, a woman recently who's a single mother, um, has a couple kids. Um, her former husband is not around. And she lives in a house, and she has a, a decent job, but she's on the lower end of the pay scale because it's a new position for her. Mm -hmm. um, and she had a conversation with me about that she needs a new roof on her house. And um, we all know what uh, you know the supplies look like as far as materials, and she doesn't have the money mm -hmm. for a roof. And I, I mean, I, I look at this woman, and she's like a perfect candidate for this kind of money. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the person that I want to help. You know, that's that's lower on the on the pay scale, that's struggling, mm -hmm. that is making her mortgage payment every month, and, and lives in her own house, and, and is uh, is is vested in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, that's the person that I want to help with this money. So there's a couple of things with that. Yeah, <laughs> one is I don't know if you forwarded that, Tony, to everybody. It's in the packet. It is in the packet. So. Um, roof and private school. We, we did put that together one. a roof and sewer lateral program. Yep, I'm going to talk about that too. It's a home. And so that is a program that would come out of that um, healthy neighborhoods um, category. And uh, we are suggesting roofs and sewer laterals because those are two things that we see some of the biggest need for, and we've seen a lot of the sewer laterals that, that are homeowner responsibility um, that have just been... $5,000. Why aren't people getting that insurance? I don't know. I don't think they know about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I only heard about it from our department a few months ago. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I know that's... So to me, that to me would be not money spent art, but to do that, it would be an education thing to add it to your homeowners and spend the money somewhere else on the home. Is well, every, it, is it every be, company but not everybody has insurance. Yeah. How do you have a home without insurance? If you've paid off your home, there are a lot of houses that do not have insurance. That's insane. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and, and, and is every insurance company going to offer yeah. offer? It's a New York State right. requirement. So, take it or leave it. Uh, or maybe we just do roofs, whatever you want to do. But um, we could do roofs all day. We could do the sewer replacement all day. That is critical infrastructure that's failing, and we're seeing it go. Just a question. How, how many, do you have any idea in an average year, how many sewer issues do you have? The uh, storm sewer? No, well, we're talking the lateral, lateral from the house to the curb. Yeah, I just had one. 
they were just there for an extra. You know what it costs. Oh, at the same time. Yeah, it cost uh, fifty two hundred bucks last month. It cost me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd be interested to know how many. Did your insurance cover it? City actually in a regular year. The sinkholes on Second Street were caused by No, why? I could have had it paid for. Well, Jim no, said there's no. You're single because we're looking for oh, no. oh, it hasn't passed yet. <laughs> now I look at this one. Maybe this one directly, I think, probably one of the biggest complaints we get. And again, I always tell people. I always tell people about the insurance thing, but it's usually too late for them. But I mean, that's something that their insurance company should be telling them. Like, this is part that oh, My insurance did not cover. And the thing is, the, the people that come to us that, that are looking for assistance are most likely people that don't know about it and it's too late, mm -hmm. or it's they may not have insurance anymore because they don't have to, and that's an expense that they need. And the other problem with that is, unlike a roof or some other things where you kind of know when your roof's wearing out, one day everything is fine and tomorrow right. everything backs up, but mm -hmm. all of a sudden you got a fifty-two hundred dollar yeah. bill. Yeah, right. just like that. Yeah. Without yeah. and you don't have the money. For and they it. want to cash. And you got to borrow it. Yeah. Right. They right. want to cash. I mean, I think it's a great program. I, people, that's their number one. They always call and say, "Why am I responsible for this? Right. And am I responsible for this? And then you have to work them through the process. Mm -hmm. And well, what yeah. am I supposed to do? Well, right. <laughs> You know, and then yeah. The, the, yeah. You know, exactly. The roofs, roofs, <laughs> paint, windows, doors. It's a I law. Mean, uh, James Sir Renaissance Court. Oh, I called them. They said I can't buy it. Programs yep. be on the north side. From them. I've already talked to some of my neighbors about it. You know, this could maybe run hand in hand with that. Yes. Um, they could uh, yeah. overlap with each other. Yep. So. so we thought this would be a program that would be, I don't want to say easy because it's not easy, but easier, I guess, to roll out quickly, and it's something that, with the laterals, it's kind of an as-needed sort of thing. With roofs, there seem to be a good number of roofing companies that aren't booking out two years in advance, like our regular contractors that are, we're looking to try to get into doing home programs and, and other kinds of repairs. So um, we thought that it was something that could provide immediate impact and um, and we could turn around relatively quickly. And obviously, you were, they would, whoever was on your list to do these would have to be insured. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, yep. are, are you going to require? Yeah, we've got to get three bids for everything. We'll, we would, I think, we would propose to run it like we do with our HUD programs. Yeah. Right. I mean, so is there anything as far as like prevailing wage or anything like that? Can I no? can I ask no. you a no, question no, too? A that question you, you, what if what if the home is a renters and they show profit on that home, right? I don't I don't think we're asked. Well, I, I know what you're saying. What I just said, um, this program would not be tied to. Half yeah, but the owner could own in half of it, yeah. and he's still making money on. You know what yeah, I mean? Are you going to do it income based? Are you going to do yeah. it? Total household income cannot exceed 80 percent. Area median income. Guidelines change. So it would be benefiting the tenants more than. I mean, it would benefit the property owner, but if you've seen. Some <laughs> oh, I, no, yeah. I have. Well, I, you know, but yeah. And you know, this like other programs, like the the rental assist, our rental rehab program that we talked about on Monday night. Right. If you're a property owner, you're signing a property maintenance agreement. Mm -hmm. You are. You can't sell your property for five years. Um, it, it would be run like a forgivable loan. So if you sell your property in two years, there's a sliding scale that you would have to pay back 
a certain percentage. If you sell it after the first year, you gotta pay it all back. Right. Um, so, you know, it could be, so that would be part of the criteria. On, a, on the property? We do. Mm. Mm. I've seen that. We do. Code did so like Kim was saying, let, let, let's say it's a duplex and the owner lives in half and mm -hmm. then is running out the other half. That's an owner-occupied Yeah, would you, home. would you make them show proof that they're living there instead of just someone oh, yes. trying to yes. say they had, they sued over yes. their... Yes, oh, no, they have to show proof. The other discussions that we have had is discussions with JRC about the payment program, mm -hmm. right? And uh, should the funding, could the funding be used, or could JRC be one of the one of the organizations that could expand, for example, a paint Jamestown program for throughout the entire city, right? Right now, they look at various census tracts based on their program, but we've had some conversations with them about that. Although we've not formalized any program, there's been discussions on that in terms of other housing programs. Um, and something I am working on, and I'm wait, just waiting to get information back. Um, and this is something we actually identified a need for even before this, is there are other programs that exist with CRIC and CODE and COI um, that do support and, and supplement in, in a lot of ways. And you know, our goal is not to duplicate something they're already doing. So. Getting um, a package of, of information together that has all of the current programs and then all of the, I've asked them to look at what their future programs, so if they've applied for funding or they know they've got funding coming, what are those programs going to be, um, so that we can put it all together and get that out to the, the community so the community knows what programs already exist because there is a lot of money out there and there are a lot of programs that do, are current operable and, and you can call us and apply right now, so our home program. Um, so we're going to put together that package of information and and get that out um, you know, through media and um, get it on the website and just make sure that people know. And then the other thing that we've, we've floated um, by all of these other agencies is let's put together a universal application um, that it doesn't matter if somebody comes to us or they go to COI or they go to Crick or they go to Code or they go to whoever. Um, we all have one application, it's all the same. We can do the intake and then we can forward it on to the agency that needs it, but it's all the same information. That way we're not taking, you know, having somebody have to fill out four different applications and it's all the same info anyway. So um, that is happening in the background. And then again, our home program that I mentioned and that's, um, that's an allocation that we get every year. Um, roughly between, we've seen between like 350,000 and um, this last year I think it was like 426. Um, so, and we have funds available in that program. We have applications available in that program. You can call our department, you can call Stephanie directly. Um, they are income eligible because it is a HUD program, but it's, it's a home Oh, it is a limited to homeowners, so you have to live and in your home and, and own the home. Um, but that is open and, and available right now. So, other than this, I mean, this has seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars allocated towards this for roofs and um, what? Uh, what else is allocated towards neighborhoods? 
I mean, we, we talked about what five million total. Yeah. Can you talk about? I know Kim brought up that. Mm -hmm. What uh, what can you discuss about that? You know, so other than the, that roof program that we developed, we've not had, and we we've kind of been focusing on this because we have a home program right now, right. which is available right now, right. and then there are other other programs, and then we were also um, had to go through the process of getting that rental rehab program to where it's at, and then hopefully get that approved and um, and put out. So those are two home programs housing program, repair programs that exist right now, and then the roofing program would, would supplement. And then, um, and, and, right. And, and here's the reality of it. It all comes back to contractors and availability of contractors because we're booking up contractors two years in advance, and which ties back into workforce development and where it's critical sure. for us to look at that workforce development and try to help figure out how do we accelerate I mean, growing the pool of contractors. <laughs> I know we haven't discussed all the money, but I'd like to see that. <laughs> the house, the roofing? Yeah. That's the what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 It's, I think 50, I figured out to be like 50, 50 and an average yeah, of yeah, 15. So but this, no, this goes under the home, this goes under the housing version yes. of the yes. So with this workforce development, mm -hmm. you know, is there anything that's going to require the student to remain in the area and not go down the it can. North Carolina, South Carolina <laughs> it absolutely where, the, can. where the building yeah. is good? Yes, um, and we did talk about that a little bit, and, and we absolutely agree that that should be Yeah, because nursing homes do that. Mm -hmm. But when you yeah. get your LPN, they, they, you, you sign, yeah. say, and if you, if you leave, you owe. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, can I uh, just hop on your point just for a minute? Sure. Uh, Absolutely. So there we, we like I said we have had discussions with JRC and obviously there's other entities that could take a part in this, but JRC has a rehab program. They also have a, a painting program, right? Both mm -hmm. the painting. I know about they told so, me about that. So, you know, there's been some discussion that's trying to ramp up those operations <laughs> if, mm -hmm. if needed, and that's those are programs that exist that we can easily uh, work with and, and fund. So we've looked at other programs as well that I think that instead of this, although the city does have its own program with home, with through HUD, you know, we, we're looking at are there other ones that exist that we could well, just a point with JRC, though, Mary, the current program that they're working on is the north side, and they're pretty much maxed out to what the number of homes in that area is what she she mm -hmm. can handle. They're very small staff now. Mm -hmm. And so to expand it beyond would almost require they would need more people to help. They they she just can't manage anymore. So if you talked about if you talked about the issue about personnel, we don't want to hire they would have to get more people to help her manage because she just physically can't and then the other side of it is they've got projects from their 
last year's project that couldn't get done in the year before because contractors never finished the work, they couldn't get sure. materials, they had contracts for people to come, they never showed up, and now they're stuck trying to finish, so they've granted people two and three years beyond what they normally would allow, so to add on more, I don't know. They're, they're very, I shouldn't say, but pessimistic about how much can actually get done just because of the people trying to get, if you're going to contract or getting a painter, getting anybody to do it, it's going to be difficult to even expand beyond that just because you can't get the people. Can I say something? Our funders have had discussions already yeah. on, on yeah. staffing, this is um, and so that's that's been discussion they've had for the last yeah. like year and how to fix that. Um, the other thing I do want to point out, just so you guys are aware and can figure out what would be the best course of action. So if we do this roof program, um, it's built in there eighty percent of HUD's area median income, and I asked Stephanie yeah. about that. Median income is around sixty-five thousand. Uh, so 80% of that is 52,000. Um, some HUD programs that Stephanie had mentioned are, have actually gone up to 125% mm -hmm. of HUD's meeting, which means, your, which yeah. means your, your uh, income of all occupants in the house would need to be 81,000. That's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, and under. Yeah. 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 So, so if you're under, it's more. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think with the cost of everything going up so much with materials, that you're going to have to open it up who have a higher income. Or is that right. how to fix? We don't have to have. Uh, it's water water it, but that's yeah. yeah. You're gonna. I mean, once so people know it's out there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Crystal, you mentioned one time to me that we've used up two years worth of demolition money. And is that an annualized uh, budget item normally? So mm -hmm. much, so many dollars. Yeah. Yep. How 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 many houses did you before the Royal Jamestown Royal Fire? Did you plan on? Demolishing. Uh, is there? Is there? Is there a number? Is it can't 60 years? Can't use this for demolition. No, I it's think actually we found out that we did you? You can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's strategic property oh, acquisition. Okay. I'm suggesting moving that, that money into houses. There needs to be a little bit more than just demolition yes. included with it. But yeah. yes. Um, um, some of the funding we can need be used to, if there's another project attached to it. That's something that you can see right away. The neighborhood's mm -hmm. yeah. going to see it. The, you're going to have immediate feedback. Get rid of some of these places. I know you're exhausted this year, but if we can use some of this money to do that. Um, yeah, we have a number of um, properties that are on the demolition list now. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we will have funds replenished for that. Um, and then we also have been working with the land bank. Um, we have some properties, they're figuring out what they have left in their uh, fund okay. that they can throw our, our way. Um, and then we'll have our city allocation, which will allow us. Um, but we tend to, to hold the city um, allocation for those emergencies, like the James Fire. Royal kind yeah, of situation. Players. So yeah. we probably won't tap into that until we at least get the other HUD allocation um, and we have it available to us. All right, so just kind of to regroup, because yeah. we're kind of jumping all over the, we're, What's the time frame are you looking at in terms of decisions? Did you, would you, were you looking to have something prepared to vote one day or would you want to I mean, if you, if you think that you, even if you want to say, we know we want to take these 
and vote on them. So do we want to vote on this specific project or this specific You have to have an amount signed to it. Right. I know that. I'm just saying, but do you want to just have an amount, but you have to have the project and the amount? I think you have consensus on this roof and repair home one. That one I don't see an issue with. I think the economic development ones you kind of, you know that this A, B, and C are approved. Mm -hmm. You get the information. I think there's a little more research to be done. I mean, they can start their work on those programs, right. but. Yeah, that helps us. I don't know that I okay. feel comfortable voting on it on Monday on those yet. I, I'm well, comfortable we're, with we're the housing the ballpark. One. We agree on the program. We just don't know the. Correct. For the most part. Okay. What about the IT one? <laughs> yeah, can we go through each one and say whether you yes, want to do it? Yeah, that's what I want yeah, to do. Let's do it. Gives yeah. them a direction. Let's just do it. A question, obviously. If we, just the first one, for example, the building and property infrastructure, if we agreed to a lesser amount on that one and then that one ran out of money pretty quick and you guys could come back and say, hey, this is what we did, we helped. That is many, why, yeah. That we is could, why we could allocate more money. So if we so if we chop some of these down a ways, you yep. could come back and say, "Hey, this yep. one was yep. awesome." Yep. Need more. Conservative yep. and yep. it was successful. You need more economic Right. 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 So that's a framework to work out. Exactly. That's where we Right. Right. Now that everything's out of order. Yeah, sharpen your pencil. Tony's got them here. Quickly, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. 30. I applied for, on my own, a grant for the Kilns Corporation, which is a big painting interpreter, if anybody knows about painting, um, for a decked out painting vehicle, fully equipped with everything you would need to paint a house and then some. However, they didn't accept, because I was going to give it to you guys in the city of Jamestown, um, and went to Georgia. What I'm saying is this. You have not to begin to explore the possibilities how to paint differently than have <coughs> an individual contractor do it. You could have a, a painting van completely decked out, ready to go, that could go from house to house with supervision of people that know how to paint. My brother has painted for years at Chautauqua Institution. One of the best there ever was up there. He could be like a consultant to show people how to paint houses. So you're going after contractors. We have people that know how to paint it, but they don't have the energy or the ability to paint it. So this vehicle will then stay in city ownership year after year after year and just continue to be upgraded with the painting technology. You can match the paints up right in the vehicle. Sherwin Williams, you can go get contributions from whatever. There's money out there to get to bring in the cities, but you guys haven't gone after that side of what you need. Not just a rundown of the paint store and have a contractor do a paint job that he's not qualified to do because he's hard to paint it anyhow. Good point. Uh, yeah, we have heard From of it, uh, yeah. but we have not received any other inquiries besides Doug and or anyone else that's interested in that type of program. Um, certainly could do that, but we're tapped. We're tapped to a lot of other programs at this point, but certainly if you've got other folks interested, we're happy to keep exploring it with you. At one point, there was a group that came into the city and was here for a week or two weeks. They were all volunteers. They that went was to Weedensee. Was that Weedensee? Mm -hmm. yeah. It was Weedensee. Yeah. Mission work, too. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was a mission. Was. But, you know, there's still AmeriCorps. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. We probably could qualify for AmeriCorps to come in with a group of younger people, mm -hmm. college graduates, who come in and could do with what you're describing. They just need somebody to show them how to do it. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go through these. Yeah, where do we start? Well, so let's start with the ones we know we Hold them up, Tony. So they have pictures. The roof and private and sewer one. We can have that ready to go this week. Are we good with that? Do a revelation, revolution. Do you want to go higher than the seven fifty? Give it a revolution. We can add more to it. We can add more to it. Could we add water mains to that too? The lines that come into the people's homes. The water main, right? Water service. The service water line. Service. Water service. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, so, so one, one, one more thing here then on this, because the other thing that we're hearing a lot about is sidewalks. Would this include that? Is there something else for sidewalks? Or? We just, we just we talked about it Monday night. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I just right, want to make sure if we're going to be able when to start tearing it, when you're tearing, tearing up your sewer part. It would get replaced. Okay. It would get replaced to be part of this because that's part of the project. Sometimes it's tearing out. Yeah. I'm coming. Oh. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's right. Everybody. Not to pay for the whole thing. I like that idea. Pay for a percentage of it. Again, we're here just to say yay or no, right? On, On that project. Right. I think we can add more to it. I think we can iron out the details. If you want to get through these, you're going to be here all night. If you do, do, you, you, do, you, do you want this one because it's coming out of the housing stuff? Do you want us to have it ready for a vote for Monday? Yes. I would say yes, yes. Okay. for the 750, for and then one, we'll figure out the details. Okay. okay. Now, the other ones, these are just, we're not going to be voting on these, but we're giving you Tell us which ones you want us okay. to. So, building I, proper. I, I also. <laughs> I hate to be a pain, but I want to see these comments before I fully commit one way or another to any of these because. Well, then we're going to hold them up. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, no. I, I, I mean, I mean a verbal did. commitment doesn't mean you voted on it. Yeah. We'll have to vote on that. Well, you've That's got right. 750000 for you all have, this, which is what homeowners are going to be so, thrilled to hear. And here's the thing you have we can send you the comments tomorrow, right? So mm -hmm. if we go through these tonight, and for some reason, there's something that we you have you have consensus on tonight, and a comment changes everything tomorrow. Yeah. You can tell us tomorrow. Don't bother with that when we decided we don't like it. Yeah, I mean, if there's something egregious in what she sent you, right. they let them know so mm -hmm. that they know what to do. That's going to be hard. Yeah, it's kind of coming in with added information that you might think, mm, but somebody else says, you know, here's why I disagree with it, but you're not going to hear that unless everybody's commenting back and forth about what's going on with them. They, that's the only point. If you get the comments tonight, we're going to go through this all weekend, people commenting, and you, you have to have the agenda by Thursday to print, to put the notice out.
Um, no, I mean, they were developed based on comments okay. that we've gotten. Okay. Right. You know, so. And you can get those out. And the comments are going to be awesome. relatively general. It's not like there's anything, you know. Okay. So, like building and property infrastructure improvements. Are we okay for them to work on a. I think that's one of the ones you guys agreed on. Yep. Good. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd I was still doing that really fifteen hundred. That's the brick and mortar. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about the amounts. I think the amounts okay. way too high, but yeah, yeah, don't worry about the amounts. We didn't, we didn't give an amount. Just let us know the program's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Strategic property acquisition. I have equipment and machine upgrades yeah. on page eight. I don't know how you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. I have different. I'm one. going through I the packet as it was handled. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those or these? You got there's two different packets. So what are we going through? Are we going through the PowerPoint? Or are we going through the sheets? He's got the sheets on the back. You're going through the sheets. Well, there's two different things, so I. Like They're the same. It's just this one has all the breakdown. I have that in a pile too. What? You have, you have a packet? I can do it that way. It's easier. I don't have them in order. So. Not the one that's written on it. Alright. Strategic property acquisition. Does anybody have an issue on that? Again, don't worry about the amount right now. You're totally in a different place. You're way out. Uh, yeah, like we have equipment. Yeah, we have equipment. And machine upgrades is our number two. Anybody who stapled it together, you're going completely like back and forth. I, I, I know. I pulled mine, I pulled mine apart when they send the clip. So. Yeah, they're all pulled apart, so I don't think you're in any order. Is there an order? Equipment and machine upgrades. We didn't really discuss that, but. No, not over. <laughs> That's yeah. another one that says 1.5 <laughs> on 1.8 down at the bottom. Yes. That was one I asked. If we're not worried about the amounts, I think that one's okay to proceed with. But I mean, if they don't, 1.5. We can discuss the amount. Later. Right, so that I'm not liking this one, but okay. I'm with you. I don't like this one. I'm with you. Can you What's say that? why? Would you t Before you do, I'd like to hear why you say why I don't like and, it. And, and it all I, still stems from what? Where I'd like to see the money be used at. Then I want to know what, this is my question to you. So I'm clear on why, I'm not saying I agree with it either, but I want to hear why you're saying I don't why agree with it. I'd rather put yeah. the money here, not yeah. here. That's what I want I to hear. I would rather see the money go to the residents. And okay, okay. I would take 15, 1.5 million and put it towards the residents more so than 750,000. That's me. Well, that's I just want to know. Okay. So I'm clear. Yeah. Is it the the idea, or is it the amount, or and is I mean, it where and, and you want? And Crystal and I have talked, and I understand that we need to, you know, massage our manufacturers so that we can have jobs and people can be employed and we can have a, a livelihood here in Jamestown. But Equipment. I still go back to what you were saying as far my calls are about my neighborhood and what the residents need. My and I would rather see more money go towards that than this. I'm going back to my <laughs> issue of. Um, I think we can shave off a lot of funding. <laughs> machine and e machine and equipment upgrades are very costly, and yeah. and and if I'm going back to your ROI, it's probably not going to be big on this versus a homeowner who gets a repair. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it doesn't. 
And I know you've said this before, just because whatever we allocate towards that, we're not going to. But if you shrink it, my point is, if you shrink it down to 120000 you're right. not going to buy a machine. Right. No. <laughs> you're going to buy a postage well, this machine. Is, this is only to supplement what they are already That's putting That's what I'm in. saying. Right. Someone might say, you know, I, for them, I, need, I need an extra hundred grand to get me over the hump to buy that really expensive machine. Or 20 or 50 right. or whatever. It's not or to, ship to buy the machine. Right. Right. And if that means I'm a business person, I that, struggle. If that, that should be part of your long-term business a plan. That let's say Sorry. they need to replace a machine that is old a, and needs to be replaced, right? And that machine is is in a line of machines, and if it goes down tomorrow, you're dead in the water, and you cannot produce your product until you get it repaired or you get a new one, and you've got 20 people that you now have to lay so off. There's a different until you concept get a new machine. because. Let's be real, you're not going to get a machine. It, it, the lead time is huge. So there's uh -huh. a difference between, again, it goes back to even your housing. You have an emergency repair and you have a planned repair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about you change it to an emergency? The, then we're but banking then on emergencies in the next however many years. Yeah, and then you're still not going to get the right. equipment. And how do you gauge if it really is an emergency? But you're not even going to get it. How, yeah, how long is it taking to get a truck? I know you can't you get know? a truck. You can't yeah. get a truck for a year. What about improving that? But not I would say hold it. off on right, this one. On. Yeah, my agree, personal opinion. We'll, we'll keep working on that. Okay. Same uh, for the perfect. IT. Correct? IT. I like the IT. Hold off on that. On IT. Is it that one that? I was talking about equipment and machine. Oh, okay. I thought the IT one was. No, it's separate. No, that's just machine. Machine is CNC. This is equipment and machine upgrades only. I was glad that IT That was my confusion. We're doing the ERP project, so I was like, can we get some money? About sales, marketing, and brand awareness. What are we doing with it? IT is next. We got a mixed half are saying no, half are saying yes. I'm I don't. Fl I'm flipping through the. Oh, we're, we're at IT. IT, okay. IT, IT because IT. I'm hearing some IT. people say yes, some people are saying no. And you look at the amount, it will benefit even small business owners with um, POS or restaurants with a new system for delivery, anything like that. So this is not just manufacturers, this is all businesses. I have no problem with it. Uh, I think that one's... IT is huge after COVID, everything's shifting. Yeah. Especially when they're hacked in Russia. Okay. I say okay. I'm good. Okay. Okay. 50 or a million. I, I'm, I, 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 the one question, you're... you're I, I guess I, some of it I'm okay with, but some of it you're going to let these people buy laptops to work from home and we're paying for that? The company, if that's what... Like, we never thought we'd be in a pandemic where people were forced to. So, right. But that yeah. isn't that, well, I don't know. That's the best part of I IT. like I mean, the I ID, IT, yeah. idea of IT upgrade. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily like the detail. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Thank you. That's right. what I'm so saying. Because I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I'm just I, because laptops okay. get old very quickly. So you're you're buying it today, and in two I'll years, use, I'll use Bush as an example. Kind of when point, we went though, home, but you, you either you? had to go buy your own laptop, yeah. use your own desktop, or there were a few select few who got one loaned to them. Because who would predict that was going to happen, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So. Eventually, the company switched and everybody has a laptop now, but 
that to me, I, I think. I think we're looking at I, it like, is it COVID? You know, because as, as I was writing these, I'm thinking, okay. To me, this came because of. Want to see what I see? You need a new, you need a new authentic authentication system for those remote workers. I support that 100%. I don't support buying equipment, a laptop to do their job. So. I mean, we can, re we can remove, uh, like, equipment, but I think the. I think some people still, still if you're buying a server for a business, that's equipment. I'm talking a laptop disposable yeah. equipment. Yeah. I, 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 I disagree with the city. So elim that. eliminate that language. Yeah. So my point is, I'm okay with IT. I think there needs to be some work on the detail. Well, I think your security, because cyber and hacking and all of that is becoming a huge problem, and I'd see it more in line with that than actually purchasing a laptop. But you're right, you need VPNs or something to take home so that you don't infiltrate your whole business and now you're stuck and you're paying ransomware. <coughs> so so we get, get rid of stuff the laptops and two-factor two authentication. And yeah. then it's also saying projects will be qualified by the number of jobs created. And that's mm -hmm. <coughs> everything. Me. We're so asking businesses we're that are getting grant funding, they've got to provide, are they adding jobs? How is this allowing mm -hmm. them to increase increase the number of jobs, increase their their sales okay, so revenue and you, show that return on the investment. If you but a small restaurant. If you improve something, you could potentially less an employee with an IT upgrade. Just well, that's throwing it out there. I mean, well, you could become more so efficient. Be, you, you could become more efficient, but you're not going to increase your employment. I mean, but are you going to increase revenue? We're getting to the nitty gritty of this program. That's why I'm so saying you need to look at the details. Want, sure. Because and that's something that with any of these, right? So so potentially it could make them more efficient, but then they don't need to apply for this this grant because this grant and all of these grants are about how are we creating more jobs and how are we increasing sales revenues. Well, the other thing to look at this with this remote work, if we want our downtown to become vibrant again, we want people coming back to the offices and coming back to a business, not making it actually, now that I think about it, easier to work remote yeah, because because the well, point we're also is... we're talking about right, the people we're attracting to come in right. and move right. into right. town. Yeah. Right. 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 I understand. It sounds like everybody's okay with it, pending the details. So if we put it, put it, we okay put it aside for now, I think we'll put it in the rework. Yeah. I think that's the okay pile yeah. okay. pending the details, right? Okay, pending. Gotcha. All right, so the next one, sales, marketing, and brand awareness. They got initial salaries, which we'll agree on that one. Uh, you agree, we talked about that one to combine it with the potential com combination with the SBDC program, moving personnel, and no not for profits. Those yep. were the comments I had. Yep, yep. and okay. the amount may change. Yeah, right. oh, as, as always. So, yes. Okay. All right. You got that? You got your right? You're getting all these done? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So is this one okay? We're voting Monday or? No, no, no we're not voting, voting on any of the economic okay. development ones. Okay, just okay. Thousand. Okay, got it. We already voted on downtown small business, right? So yes. That's Correct. good. Okay. I think we all agreed on workforce development. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There are two. Mm -hmm. Workforce development, trades. general trades. contracting trades. Yeah. We didn't discuss storefront improvements. I don't care. Anybody have a... 
Didn't we do a green lining program not that long ago with storefronts? They that's put awnings, they got paint. What? That's this not different. what this one is? Well, how is this one different? This is different because this is actually, um, would be bringing in um, a professional to come in and consult with the business owner and say, here's, right, here's how you should move this. Here's how you should position this. Here are the things that you could do to make your storefront more inviting and more attractive. And here's how you could set up your, your retail shop or whatever that might be. So it's a consultation. So the, and the store is on the hook to pay for all the changes? This yes. Is just a consultation? Yes. Yeah. It's just, it would just pay for that consultation. So it's $200,000 for a consultant? Yeah. Yes. I say no. Me personally. Yeah, but that's not just the one time. It wouldn't that's be one consultant <laughs> yeah, I mean, it necessarily. Could be whoever. I yeah. still say no because I'd rather see the 200000 towards public safety or housing. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Put in the no pile. Yeah. Put in the no pile. Establish a business incubator. We did discuss that. There were some concerns there. Duplication. Yes, no. Up, down. We put in rework. Yeah. I rework. think there's a way to combine it with other things that are going on. Maybe not, you know, fund the space, but utilize what's already out there. Urban Development Action Grant replenishment. That. That's coming from the lost revenue funds, right? Ryan said it had to be. Yeah. Okay. So that's a. Sure. <coughs> okay. Strategic property acquisition. We have next. Mm -hmm. uh, that one you all said to yeah, go forward with. Mm -hmm. yeah, yep. Agree. I don't think we agreed on that one. Strategic yeah. property acquisition. I don't think we came to Is that a, different than the other one? Yeah. I don't think we said one? anything Same. on this one. Right. Yes or no? I wanted this money to go to tearing houses out. <laughs> it's yeah. not economic. We talked about it, but I don't think a decision was reached, in my opinion. All right, let's discuss it. Strategic property acquisition. That's commercial only for this? No, we, we, we talked about, talked about residential. potentially right. using it for residential. If it's okay to do it, let's say okay. If we can use it to make the neighborhoods better, cleaner. It's an easy one to start up and get going, I think. And you're going to get a little but PR. That, small small things matter. Make, you know, make a big difference. Tear a few houses down. But this, this is written, funding to purchase property that may be considered vital to spurring economic development. Cleaning up the neighborhood. How's that spur economic development? Well, you're bringing people it's down. It's a housing. Things. It's a right. housing. So, yeah, but your gateways. You want to clean your gateways up. That's going to help. Look at. Mm -hmm. I get that, but from a. But your but housing is connected is it, yeah. to your economic development, and your economic development is connected <laughs> to your housing. You can't separate the two. Well, isn't it? And that's why you can't do just economic development or just do housing. You have to do it all. But isn't that health and safety as well? It's, yeah, absolutely. It, so health and safety is part of that. And it's lost revenue. Yeah. A thousand percent. That you can't separate it. It's a. It's all an interwoven network. So whatever category we put it in, people are getting feisty here. I think, given the number of properties that are on our list, and I can think of one street, Spring Street, you could probably knock almost the whole every house down on there. 
what? Barely. From A Street yeah. to Fulton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, there's a number. I mean, so, there's... So can we... I think this is important to you. Very important. Yeah. 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 To, to deal with... Yeah. I was like, yeah. very important. Thank you. Mm-hmm, yeah. New business development? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this needs to be increased. I think $250,000 is the way around. Oh, Brett, and I did get your email. Thank you for sending me Okay. <laughs> you are welcome. <coughs> could that isn't that going to be super similar to the incubator program? Could could they almost be lumped together into one program? So it's basically a duplicate almost. Well, they could be already operating for one year, less than, less than one year. I mean, we certainly can combine the two and do uh, incubator and new business development. Mm -hmm. It's on the same similar trajectory yes. path. It's the same. Yeah. It's the same together. It's a I agree. Merge them together and yeah. then we'll put that in the rework to March. Okay. okay. You make more money. What was the property acquisition getting reworked? All right. Uh, We're still looking now. Crystal is going to do it over. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Next one. Yeah. Yeah. Going River. Yeah. I think yeah. we have yeah. 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 oh, It's on the back of the It's on the back. Oh, I was going to say they lost me. Programming funds and event coordinator? No, we have the Shadow Coin River on the back. It's on the oh, back. On the back yeah, it's on the back of new business. I think we're good with that, right? I got to check on it. This so. is, um... This fun's like the next phase. Like Lake to Dam. Oh, no, that's right. right. This is Crystal, the, this we'll be is saying the, more about this plan, too. This is the other... The Chattaquain? Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of it since that presentation by Kebby. Um, yeah, we're waiting on our contract from the state. Mm -hmm. So once we get that, they figured that would be ready um, sometime in June. And then we can actually start working on the projects that were included in that application, which was what the presentation from Debbie was based on. Um, and then we can start talking about what phase two um, will start to look like. Is that from the dam to the city line? Yes. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Establish this funding to be allocated towards projects. Are they permanent projects? Are they event projects? Like no, they the are permanent projects. They would be like a capital project. So it could be... Kayak launch. So this yeah. needs to have the word capital included. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and this is really, this is kind of in conjunction with the Jamestown oh. Urban Design Plan that's on yeah. the city website that I've checked out. And that's yeah. kind of where this is towards. Yep, absolutely. And our, our LWRP, the, our local waterfront revitalization plan. And our BOAs. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all good stuff. I'm okay with it as long as it's capital. capital. Got it. I'm good with it. How about programming fund and events coordinator? I have not heard from or talked to a single person that would be okay with that. That's how I'm basing my opinion. I know Crystal says it's super important, but... I have to rework this. Um, downtown program coordinator to change the language, removing, uh, lowering or reducing the amount of the contractor and updating the program. So have you heard from your constituents that the dollar amount for the salary, or, they, or, or are you against the whole uh, idea? I think I think most of it right now is that everybody's so worried about the housing that they can't see funneling another million dollars to downtown, which I understand downtown can't just be neglected, but everybody right. thinks that downtown, uh, Tom Mandalora's letter that was read to us, he called it an ugly monster that keeps getting fed. <laughs> and I'm not saying I agree with that, but there are a lot of people that yeah. have voiced that same frustration to me. But I also, you know, to mention him, and since you brought him up, he wants to see $28 million dump in that neighborhood. So right, like I said, and, I don't and, agree. And there's, there's, 
I mean, even if everyone was in agreement, there's no way you could spend $28 million because right. there's not enough people to do I, the work. I, I, the I work. think what people agree to is that may be a vital point. Maybe the numbers are off in okay. the statement. We'll put it in the rework pile for yes. now. Just a quick question and time in Delora, will he be eligible for this roof? Oh, it depends on his Why income. Does not, <laughs> he doesn't live here. He's not his primary so residence. Be, and by the way, he doesn't qualify. It's a two-family. It's a two-family. And he doesn't want to rent it. Oh, wait, Tom, or he, would, he would yeah, qualify he for the rental. How come there's people there all the time? There's a what? As if there's someone living there right now. Program administration. FYI. The next one? Okay. Program administration. Yeah, I think that's what we just. We never really discussed um, that. I mean, it's yeah. basically we skipped you skipped the, the rebranding. City marketing oh, yeah. and rebranding. Oh, it's on the back. Hey, right. yeah. oh, that's a little kid on there. Yeah. I think we agreed with that, right? We agreed with that. Yeah. No. I, I, we talked I, about I, the other property acquisition marketing side, not this one. Correct, right. right. This so is the one that I was, we've already rebranded. We're doing okay, this so again. And that, that was, was the, that, that was something the Gebby Foundation did right. in 2000, long before I was here. Well, they did a video. They had it on YouTube. They had all the, to match the, the yeah. wayfaring. Yes. They agree that it needs to be redesigned and to um, uh, Bill's, um, point, I guess, is that um, part of this is how are we getting Jamestown as a, a place to come, a place to visit, a place to live, a place to, you know, it, it's kind of up close is didn't do enough of that. Um, so part of this marketing campaign is to look at how are we rebranding it and then also getting that marketing out to you know, the larger region, right? So, like, larger population centers, like, you know, Cleveland, or nationally, you know? And I think part of it, too, we talked about how can we do a, uh, a program that attracts people to come move to the city. I think that's part of that. So what sets us apart? You, you don't have any money in the budget for it and this year, right? We, we've never budgeted for it. We love the Robert H. Jackson Center, but nobody's moving to Jamestown to come here, right? They might visit while they're here, but it's not something that's going to bring, bring people here So what? Well, what's the target then? I mean, what, what are you going to sell out there as part of this campaign of why to come here? Because as I look at this, it tells me one thing. It's about the, if this is the idea, this is a comedy center. And I think that that's an idea that is still has to be developed further because it doesn't speak enough to, and I think that we've all agreed, it doesn't speak enough to why do you, why would you want to live here? Yeah, no, it doesn't at all. It says this is an attraction. It's just the picture I had, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's the marketing. Yeah. That to me is if this is what you're marketing. I know you're getting upset, but this is, what, not, this is what we're seeing to approve, and it, we're not in your head, right? Yeah. I'm just saying that's something totally different. I'm looking at, you know, they spent a lot of money on the last campaign. They spent a lot of money on signs. They spent a lot of money on doing a, a very nice, having people talk about this city and going through and showing it. The BPU was supposed to be doing a business coordinator who's supposed to be doing the very same thing. Why you want to come here? Why your business wants to come here? Why you yeah. want to have your family here? 
It's all, you know, they're spending a lot of money on a business manager to come in and do the same thing that we're talking about, spending here. Are we working at cross purposes? Are we working together? Yes. And is it, okay. Yes. The other thing to note is that uh, JRC, which manages the up-close and personal Mm -hmm. brand, uh, as of several years ago, stopped managing. So it's a static website now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. but, you know, is it something that you still should continue yeah, on? Yeah, continue on. It and just you can go to it, but it doesn't. But what she's but can saying. can you continue that, which can you've you already advance started. Can you advance the up-close and personal and make it versus rebranding? And make it better. The funders of the original up-close personal recommended that we rebrand. So that's Who did, we what was that? The, fund, the original funders oh. of the up-close and personal. Right, but are they paying for it? Then if they're paying for it, they could say, we don't want to do this anymore. I mean, I don't know if they've got proprietary license on all of that, but it just seems like, sure. did that really get marketed in a way that we know that it didn't work? Or did it only have such a small marketing campaign that you have no idea if it appealed to a broader market? I actually like the logo because if you want people to come here, they need to get up close and personal with it. I think some of the comments uh, that our um, firm that we we engaged to look at the branding, some of the comments received was the up close and personal ended up being too watered down, that there wasn't enough focus, and so so many times, you know, it'd be great to have up close and whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But it was so watered down that you really didn't have a focus and wasn't pushed out far enough. Okay. Uh, so you use the there. up close. Yeah. And, and you have and personal and funny and yeah. what, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yes. it's not our brand. So it's, yeah. you know, we can, the Gabby Foundation JRC is not maintaining it. So we either do something about it or we just let it hang out there. I think that's Well, the I guess process. is can you expand on that and revitalize it or is it totally like now you're going to throw that out? I mean, to me, it's confusing to people because you started this and I think people expected it and I know all the signs yeah. look like. I'm not. That. I'm not a marketing person. So yeah, I when know. I'm going to per- place A, where do I go? City website. Well, and I'm so not gonna. Of, I'm not gonna look for a separate rebranding right. up close and personal. That would be part. But see, then you wouldn't even find up up close anyway because, because it's, it's, it's not. It's not on the city website. website. Right. One but my point is, th- maybe this isn't the right avenue. Maybe it's an enhancement oh. to the web page. Yeah, so. Oh, I say rework because maybe it's an enhancement to the city website. Maybe. Yeah, and unfortunately, most most cities maintain a separate site for any type of tourism. Okay, then maybe it's a separate link. The only way that it comes up is on your city website. It would be. This $300,000 would include a new, a full rebrand that would include not only marketing campaigns, but also a new website, things like that. Well, that's, that's different than what I'm seeing here. What yep. you're describing well, we is could, different. We could give you the full plan, I think. I say rework. Mm-hmm. Or hold. I so what's the principle? Is there anything else? You have a program, program administration. administration. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> program Five percent. Is that all? <laughs> yeah, I think HUD usually takes what? 15? Yeah. Yeah, we usually get, well, it, part of it we get 20. So, yes, this is a small amount mm-hmm. comparatively, but... What is this um, still? It, it helps us not stay sane. <laughs> it helps us keep going. And be it's probably overdone. 
continue to pay our staff and gotcha. do the things that we have to do. Oh, you Happy hours so with the beer stuff. <laughs> yep, we got I, it. I'm lost. I have, I have, we can I have, do that at work all the time. Okay. Okay. And then, all right, so let's just recap before we. Yep. Do you want me to go through the programs? Yes. The ones you're voting on versus the ones we will. Uh, I have put access to them. Right. Go forward with to develop the ones that we're reading. Okay. Does that work? I'll run through them. You guys are all aware? Yeah. Go ahead. You guys are good? So, um, program program one that we will be um, finalizing, putting forward to a vote on Monday, is the roof and private sewer lateral repair replacement program. It's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. I do have a note that we would eventually change the program administration to do one hundred and twenty-five percent of HUD um, is add water service as well. But that is an allocation that will go on Monday's agenda. Um, programs that uh, you guys had agreed with in principle, we need to adjust the amounts and maybe make some tweaks to the programs. I have the Shattuck Queen River activation, um, new biz, oh, oh, that's a rework. Um, I have the um, Urban Development Action Grant, I have the Sales, Marketing, and Brand Awareness. Note here that there's some changes to that program. Uh, no not-for-profits combined with the Small Business Development Center. I have the building and property infrastructure improvements. I have two workforce developments, one focusing on contracting trades and one general. Slow down. Huh? Slow down. We're okay, I did, but then he's going out of order, so I'm just writing them all down so I can do it later. <laughs> if you don't get them all that, can, can they just be put? Yeah. 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 I, I quit. I, go ahead. I'm a brilliant <laughs> um, Downtown small business evolution, which was already already funded. Mm -hmm. So don't worry too much about that. And then program administration. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. then, the, ones, then the ones to rework. He's going in. I got you. I'm going in the ones to vote, the ones we're still going to kind of work on, move to a vote, and then the ones we got to rework. Um, I'll go slow. Good. Right. Use, just use smaller words so I can write them quicker. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put them on a sheet, right? City rebrand. A large chart in page 12. City rebrand. City rebrand. Um, uh, programming fund events coordinator. Uh, incubator program to be combined uh, with a new business program. Strategic property acquisition. Uh, note here to focus on demolitions. Uh, department of, excuse me, the storefront improvements program, you guys said no. Uh, depart, the IT upgrades to rework, and equipment and machine upgrades to rework. Um, with the caveat, hey, Regina, I got it, uh, funding for neighborhoods. The thought process, and, talk, and I'll talk to our team uh, tomorrow about it, is that if we can free up funding from the economic development, we'll see how much we give you a proposal to move it over to neighborhoods. Sound good? Good. Sound good. Sound good. Yeah, Very, but good. I, I Very good. Thank you, guys. And one other thing before you go, um, I think that the next phase, I mean, obviously we're, we're nowhere near done here, but at least we're, we got a directional yeah, area. Yeah, it's been great. Okay. Thank you. Um, I think that, you know, there's been obviously some discussion about some issues with public safety. And I know oh, that the chiefs can... You know, I know there's other grants and things that are out there that they may be looking at, but if you have some, you know, 
doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on out there. And so, you know, if you have some wishes there or ideas or you want to discuss that further with the chiefs, Thank you. Yeah. please feel free to do that and then so we can have them come and discuss some options for that. Yeah, let, me okay. just, let me just make a quick comment on that because mm -hmm. Doug had spoken earlier. You know, there's been a constant talk of, you know, uh, hiring more police officers, more police officers. Um, the number is 60. Okay, there's, when they're, they've been operating at, at 60 people, and that's from the chief on down. They haven't been able to even get back to 60. I know. Okay, and they haven't been able to get back to 60 because um, they just don't have a pool of applicants. I, know. I mean, normally in the police academy, you're talking 30, 40 people. Mm -hmm. They've had like 12 there, so there's been like no one to hire. And that's um, a nationwide problem. Too. That, that is not just locally. Yeah, that's, I know. that's nationwide. And I'll agree with that with Lieutenant Piazza mentioned that. So when, when people mention, well, why don't we use ARPA funding to hire more people, we can't even use the funds that we have in our budget that are allocated to get to 60. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that would be great to go above 60. As far as the, the, the gun issues, I mean, when I saw... Uh, that weapon that was removed off the street mm -hmm. yesterday and the caliber of mm -hmm. that weapon um, that's basically a rifle round yeah. that is shot out of a handgun and that is scary mm -hmm. okay to, to see that and I saw that caliber and it's scary next to a school yeah so I mean it was in my something that came into my mind and we can talk to the chiefs later I'll just say real quick is maybe trying to allocate some money um, if we could get it in the pipeline quick enough for the summer where maybe we could have, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have some overtime details, especially, you know, during search times. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a, our, our drug dog and our canine officer, is, uh, they're working days right now. What I would recommend is move him back to an evening shift. We're also going to be having a, a the dog. second dog coming online that is not only, he's a bomb dog, but it's also... It can, from what I understand, the dog can smell ammunition and gunpowder, and so that dog could also work in conjunction with the other dog. So then we would have a drug dog working, we would have the bomb dog working, so you got those two officers, and then also uh, a couple officers that would be working on overtime details, so there would be money allocated there. And we would have to come up with some sort of, you know, what dollar amount we wanted to to come up with to, to pay for this for the at least for the summer, I know. Would, well, obviously, we'd have to talk to the chief to see what, what mm -hmm. that would cost. But um, so those are some things we can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically, mm. basically, it used to be called years ago. They had what they called the street, street crime unit. That's right. Okay, but those officers were permanent, and they worked like seven at night till three in the morning, mm -hmm. and that was a regular shift for them. They didn't answer your. I guess your typical or traditional yeah, calls. Petty car they, they were going. They were yeah. going to more hot in progress That's calls, right. violent stuff. Mm -hmm. and Bill remembers. Right. You know, I don't know if we can do that because, like I said, we can't even get back to sixty. Know. But we could at least maybe uh, fund yeah. some stuff over the summer, yeah. and that these officers be working and they mm -hmm. would be addressing specifically the fentanyl, the drugs, the guns. Well, my comment earlier, I was in tug and cheek, but it's. The drug cartels, the drug manufacturers, the drug peddlers, it's the drug business 
that are shooting each other. And we're fortunate that no one's gotten hurt mm -hmm. by, you know, stray bullets or whatever. Well, they were in my yard, did they? Yeah. It was right there in my right, yard. But well, my point is, in, <clears throat> to add to time. the dogs, to manpower if we can hire them, we need to address the drug trafficking, and that might be hooking back up with the county or the state drug mm -hmm. task force. Totally true. And do that sweep we used to do. I mean, we'd have guys from all over the state come in the city, and it, it, it made a difference for a little while. Can I, can I make a suggestion that you schedule a specific discussion at one of the, the public safety yeah. work sessions to put that on the agenda? Yeah, and, and longer obviously than 15 minutes. Right. If we could do something, yeah. I mean, not necessarily this intensive, but we could do something where we could sit down with the chief and say, okay. We, yeah, we need to do that yeah. with the chief before we do the public safety. Right. right. Well, you guys are all retired, so you Yeah, we got time. Because you're now and all's working. No, it's so true. It's and it's it's working. The bottom line is the cost. You know, and, and, public safety is great, but it caught at a cost. And, and, and I said, I said this before, and the mayor's heard me say this. I mean, we we have drugs here that have come directly across our southern border. Yeah, you know, that the heroin and the fentanyl and stuff. Most of it is coming across our southern border, and and the meth. You know, people used to make the meth out of the out of a two liter pop bottle, mm. and, they, and they did it, you know, in their house. And now we have, you know, 98% pure meth that's coming across our southern border. Already shook up, ready to go. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's ready to go. And mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's it's here, and it makes its way all the way from down there and up from Mexico and South America. A lot of the fentanyl and stuff comes from China, and it, it's pouring right up into western New York. It, it's here. And yeah, you saw today's news, Miami, two shootings in Miami with all those college kids down there, state of emergency. <laughs> You know, yeah. and uh, it's crazy. The the kids are taking drugs, not knowing what's in them. Well, they know. Mayor is asked if we could have a brief executive session. Okay. Or, yes. I would Can we have a bathroom uh, break? First? Yeah, of course. Go ahead. That's a current litigation regarding the ARPA funds. Okay. So if you want to move to motion to go into executive session, shall move. No action. Shall move. Second. All in favor. Aye. Aye.